<laughs> I'm so nervous about clapping. Understandable, understandable. Mm, you we might could... shatter your own fingers. Mm. You don't want to bust up your phalanges. No, I need those for many, many reasons. Yeah, like, I don't know, stroking your other mm. phalanges with your phalanges. The teacher had to ban me from saying phalanges for a solid week. <laughs> that does not surprise me. I got so much detention. <laughs> Welcome to episode 121 of the Misanthropod. I'm Snipe, and as always, I'm joined by Whip. Say hello. Hello. And I'm also joined by Drumbly Bumbly. Say hello. Hello, Ellie Blowily? No. Um. <laughs> do, you, do you want to try that again? Yeah, let's go again. <laughs> <laughs> well, you want me to start from the beginning? No, no, no. Hi. <laughs> Another stellar opening to this podcast. Yeah. Drama Matt's very good at that. Yeah. I thought I could kind of rhyme with Rumbly Bumbly, but I just I just couldn't. Hello. I mean, yeah. no one asked you to, so it's okay. It's, it's, it's fine. <laughs> Moving I'm, swiftly on. I'm okay, thank you very much. How have you been, Wibblet? Just a little bit. Uh, I am okay. I mean, I I have had either the exact wrong amount of sleep. Or I guess I guess it's I've had exactly too much or not enough sleep, and I'm not sure which. You know what? Time will tell. We'll find out the duration of this podcast. Yeah, the upshot is is that every part of my body and soul feels like it's been hit with a tiny hammer. So that's good. Ooh. Yeah. Although that might what, just, just be just like one part of it, or just everywhere. Like everywhere. Oh shit. Uh, although that might be because what I spent earlier doing, which I'll get to later. Um. <laughs> it is weird. Is it to do with your phalanges? It is not. No, <laughs> it is not. Um, Matt, how are you? How have you been doing? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm all right. All is well. I like it how well. like you say I'm all right so many times, like you're trying to convince yourself. <laughs> yeah, right. I've been there. I've literally, I've been there. I've been doing that today. Today's been a bit of a rough one, but that's okay. <laughs> anyway, we don't really yeah. have any general news. Uh, so, Wibblet, hi. What you been up to? Uh, stuff and things. Fan fucking tastic. Um, so uh, some quick little uh, extra bits to stuff that I mentioned before. I have finished that run through of New Vegas I was talking about. Oh yeah, how'd that go? Um, I I, I was originally going to side with the NCR, um, but then at the last minute I went wildcard because the NCR asked me to murder one too many groups of people. That mm. that. Yeah, yeah. That, that, if somebody's like trying to be my friend, and then they're like, "Hey, could you go murder a group of people?" I'm like, eh. "I mean, granted, I, I I did partially do it to myself because, like, you do. And that's that's what really that's hurts. what really hurt. <laughs> um, because like I I couldn't do like I could like basically yeah. to advance in the NCR storyline, I had to murder the Great Khans. Um, that sounds pretty fun. Or be- is this bad? It's it, it, it's probably not ideal. Okay. Um, 
because if they it, it, because of my my policy with that character of of killing any legion character I see on site, I block myself off from being able to like make peace with them. Oh heck! And well, you uh, wouldn't have made uh, peace with them anyway because you would have just got to the peacemaking table or you know, and then just punched them. So oh, the great the great Khans aren't the legion. Oh uh, okay. Um, Not everyone you disagree with is is part of the Legion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and then I had a similar kind of thing happen with the Brotherhood of Steel, except with the Brotherhood of Steel, it was because it was my second playthrough, so I was just picking some options that I didn't pick the first time just to see what happens. And I picked the option that meant that I couldn't make peace with the NCR, and the NCR were like, well, if you want to progress, then you've got to murder all of the Brotherhood. And I'm like, I mean... I, I literally am a member of the Brotherhood of Steel. And you're, like, married to one. Uh, and, and yeah, my <laughs> main companion I run around with is a member of the Brotherhood of Steel, even if she has left them for being dickheads. Um, so, yeah, it was like, okay. And I, yeah, it was just like, I, I don't want to... I don't want to kill yet another faction. <laughs> it's just a lot of effort. It, it's just a lot, and I can't be bothered with it. Oh, fuck it. And then I just went with the ending I always go with. Um, so yeah I mean I have done all the main endings I I have done them before Um, but I just hadn't like followed the full game through following that path so effectively I did all the bits I hadn't seen before and then right at the end when I had seen it from that point then did a different thing so it's fine it's fine and yeah uh, having completed Dead Money uh, Dead Money does indeed uh, suck a fat one Hmm. Um, it is a very frustrating DLC to play. Uh, I know everyone is concerned about this DLC for a game that came out like, I don't know, <laughs> ten fucking years ago. Okay, so know. like, you'd be fucking surprised. <laughs> you really would be yeah. surprised. Um, I also, uh, I'm carrying on watching uh, Robot Wars as well because that's just what I do with my time nowadays. I'm up to the, I'm at the, the semi-finals of season six right now. How many seasons are there? Uh, like the, the televised season. Of the original run, there's hmm. seven. Um, oh shit! I don't know uh, if if I can if I can watch the l- reboot series anywhere that isn't uh, the BBC iPlayer, um, which I presume has it, uh, but also requires that you have a TV license, which we do not have. Um, I still can't get over fucking TV licenses. Yeah, it's a thing. Um, but yeah, having fun with that, I may make a video about it at some point because uh, I just want to talk about Robot Wars. And as we found out uh, with the last podcast, uh, in, from an SEO term uh, like perspective, Robot Wars vastly more popular than the Wurzels. <laughs> I mean, that's quite a contentious opinion. I don't think so. I'm willing to. I'm willing to say that that is backed up by um, like fact and rigorous testing. Mm, of that not... we named two podcasts: one of that, one after Robot Wars, and one after the Wurzels. Mm. And the Robot Wars one did vastly better. I think maybe that's an outlier. Because look, let's be honest. It's it's like the mods and the rockers. You're one or the other. You're a Wurzels fan or you're a Robot Wars fan. They, I don't know. They have been clashing for years. I don't know. I think I, I think the overlap of people who are Robot Wars fans and Wurzel fans is much bigger than you think. But smaller than you'd hope. True, true. Mm. Um, Disappointing. Yeah. Um, speaking I would love of... to see the Wurzels enter Robot Wars with a little thing called Combine Arvester. That would be amazing. But how cool would that be? And it's just an actual Combine Arv- Harvester 
that just fucking threshes all of the other robots. And they're like, but how did you get that in here? We Like, no, this is against That's bigger than the arena. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, I'm a cider drinker or whatever. Yeah. Um... <laughs> But speaking I love, of I love vaguely very topical references. Yes, uh, but speaking of vaguely disappointing things, um, I also watched uh, <laughs> the a... X Men <laughs> movies that I had previously missed, which which is uh, Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix because I completely forgot they came out. Oh shit! Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I might uh, have seen the first of those two. Um, and I I don't really have a whole lot to say about them because they are. There are movies in which, per movie, there is, like, three or four kind of cool scenes or things in them. Um, but as, like, a whole, are just kind of, eh. I honestly say, like, they're just, like, young adult action movies. Yeah. I suppose. In in fairness, they're, they're, very, they're very similar to the old X-Men movies in that regard. Yeah, and when I was a young adult, I fucking loved yeah. the original X-Men movies. Um, Especially for the scene in X-Men 2 where Wolverine is just like, well, time to murder everybody in this fucking mansion. <laughs> there is a scene like that. That was really cool. There is a scene like that in one of the two movies. I forget fucking which. <laughs> um, because they're both... Cause I watched you did them, watch them back to back. Yeah, I watched them back to back so they kind of melded into one. Um, but there's a whole bit where um, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine appears and just murders a bunch of people. It feels like it's just going to be a quick little Easter egg cameo thing and then goes on for like five minutes. It's weird. Um, but yeah, I mean, it does some interesting things. Like, they kind of do a more realistic version of Genosha. And like... For those, for those who don't know, would you like to explain Genosha? Genosha's a, a, like um, a place that was made in the comics for mutants to go live and didn't Magneto form it yeah um, there's a lot of history with Genosha and very bad things happen at Genosha all the time yeah like um, Cassandra Nova Xavier's like twin sister who he like murdered in the womb is actually alive and she like basically pa- makes a pact with Emma Frost because she knows that Genosha's gonna go get, just get wiped the fuck out forcing a psychic secondary mutation which is where she gets her diamond uh, ability from I'm glad they don't put this shit in the movies because it's fucking insane. Uh, yeah, in this they never name it. They never name it Genosha, but it's basically just a fucking hippie commune on an island. Um, that is just full of mutants, which I actually really like that interpretation of it. It's not like got these outrageously high tech towers and everything. It's like literally just that half of them are living in like refurbished shipping containers and shit. Cool. It's um, like, like an anarchist commune of mutants. Basically, That's yeah. Cool, um, and Magneto's kind of leading it. Um, there is a bit um, in uh, its uh, apocalypse in which Magneto, they give him like a family and then instantly through... His wife and child get shot with a single but like arrow from a bow, <laughs> and it goes through both of them, is, okay. instantly killing them Is it both. a bow and arrow, or is it a crossbow? It's a bow and arrow. Okay, who the fuck is firing that? Some <laughs> mook. Okay. They have a bow and arrow because they were bringing things that didn't have metal in them, because well, they, yeah, they, knew, okay. they found out that he that this, this random guy, he's actually Magneto. Okay, um, but like, one, like, I, I'm assuming... The Magneto married. There's like a woman who could literally turn herself two dimensional. 
Um, no, no, no. That, is, that is not the case. It's just that guy. Just really, he's just jacked as fuck. He just, yeah. Um, his his <laughs> daughter has like the power to control animals. Cool. Um, and uh, when her father is being arrested, she summons birds, and it makes people panic, and the arrow goes off, and it goes through the daughter who is being held by the mother, and then goes through both of them, instantly killing them both, and then uh, Magneto <laughs> look uh, like um, u- uses a pendant. It was on his wife uh, to just go through and murder everybody. Cool. Um, and then screams at the sky, Is this all I'm supposed to be? I mean, do you mean the or, sky? Do you mean the writers? He's, yeah, the, the writers um, lost all sense of subtlety. <laughs> I know authors that use subtlety and they're cowards. It was, it, it's... <laughs> One of the most shockingly badly written things I've seen in a movie in a long time. And considering what I'm going to speak about after this, that says something. <laughs> um, the uh, There is, like, there is some fun parts in it. Like the uh, the bit with Quicksilver. Great. Oh, Quicksilver's great. Yeah, I've yeah. seen the entire scene and it is just so thoroughly entertaining. The way he zoom, very good. He do big zoomies, very good. Quicksilver and... always comes across really well on, like, these films and things. Yeah, just the sort of uh, slow, slow-mo effects that you can do and things. It just always looks cool. Yeah, there's also... Um, like, with uh, Dark Phoenix, I was surprised that they got so kind of close to the more comic booky version of the Phoenix. Mm. Uh, because I thought we were going to get another X3 <laughs> um, where they they just had to make their own kind of version of it so that they could fit the story it into a movie. Be like, well, is it the Phoenix Force in that movie? Uh, more or less. Okay, because what my favorite parts about X Men Three um, with Hugh Jackman, Fab Jensen, and and Patrick Stewart and all them is that it's literally just oh shit yeah we're bringing in mutant categories. Oh, and also, um, I decide, like, like Jean has a multiple personality disorder and is evil and looks weird when she's evil. Yeah. Also, fuck you, Logan. <laughs> um, oh, I will say one thing. Um, it, the, the best line in, in any of them, in any of the these, these two X-Men movies I watched, um, is in Apocalypse, when Apocalypse, along with weirdly movie-accurate, um, comic book-accurate Psylocke... Love Betsy. Um, I mean, her, her costume, anyway. Mm. Like, uh, bizarrely comic book-accurate, like, considering how these movies, you know, handle that kind of stuff. Um, but appears with, like, fucking Apocalypse and... Archangel. Archangel and uh, Storm. Mohawk Storm's in it. Love Mohawk Storm. Um... And then appears behind Magneto as he's about to, like, kill, like, the people that dobbed in him and thus got his family killed. Oh, yeah, because he's, like, he works, like, a metal works in Poland or something. Yeah, and he's about to, like, kill them all. And then this portal opens up behind him and he turns around and he just goes, Who the fuck are you? (laughs) Like, to Apocalypse. It's a fair question. Which was very funny. Um, (laughs) My favourite part was when... You paused it and was like, there's an after credit scene where there's, like, vans coming in and they're, they're labelled, like, Essex Corp. Does that does that mean anything to you, seeing as you're the X-Men person of the house? And I just started laughing at him because we just got done talking about the character that's referencing uh, and how much Wib fucking hates him. 
And I turned around and I was like, yeah, um, Nathaniel Essex is the most used alias of Mr. Sinister. And I was like, I fucking hate you Mr. Literally Sinister. Just said, oh, for, like, he just literally shouted, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Which made me laugh harder. I don't know why. I, I, I whenever, Mr. Sinister. Every time he appeared at a comic, my I, I just cannot remember anything. Like, I remember him appearing, like his reveal panel. And remember, then after that, it's just a blank. Do you remember that me. big reveal panel where it's like, yes, it was me all along, but also I miss Sinister now. So now the artist can draw me with honking mommy milkers. Only in so much as that I remember the reveal panel and nothing more, because that is Mr. Sinister to me. That's fair. He is a character that I remember the reveal panel of, and then afterwards, I don't remember what his powers are, I don't remember <laughs> what his agenda is. He, he just... There's something He's about, Mr. Sinister. There's something about him that is just the opposite of memorable to me. Just he, my my mind slides off him. Maybe Mr. he's a very fun character. No, in which you understand him? No, but... not really. Okay. Mr. Sinister is literally like, um, if somebody tried to make an over-the-top silly comic book character villain. <laughs> is, he for, is, for, is he from the 90s? Yes. Yeah. He, 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 was, he was like the, um, the main antagonist uh, in the... F- first series of the X-Men cartoon. And that's why I don't remember that. First episode, he kills Morph. Was that fucking Mr. Sinister? That was Mr. Sinister. Yeah, that was Mr. Sinister. And then he puts a bug in his brain so we can control him. The little orange plasticine dude. The orange plasticine dude. (laughs) No, no, not not the... No, Morph was basically the new dude they put in the first episode so that they could, like, so he could die and all the X-Men get sad about it. Yeah. That's literally, he was literally just dead meat. Huh. They just chucked him on in there and then he works for Mr. Sinister and they're all like, no! It, it, it was pretty fun, like, seeing him, like, re-enter the X-Mansion disguised as different, like, X-Men and, like, trick, like, Gamba into, like, making out with Rogue so, like, she accidentally blows up a coffee table and he passes out. And cool. then, like everyone's sitting there, going, "What the fuck? You said you said you wanted to make out with me in the rec room, and 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 she's like, I did no such thing. I bumped into Wolverine, and you know, it, very fun. Okay, I'm gonna stop like raving about that. <laughs> yeah, because I've now got um, I've now got a topic that um, is no- listed down in my notes simply as all caps. Snyder. <clears throat> right then, where do you want to begin? Um, so, um, as many people will be aware, the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League has been released. Yes. And I have watched it. It's like, it's four hours. It is four hours long. I am just going to preface this section by saying it does not need to be four hours long. <laughs> that movie could be, even with all the extra stuff, could be brought down to three hours for a start because the entire last half an hour of it is entirely fucking self-indulgent fucking <laughs> faff. Is that, is that the dream sequence? We'll get to it. We'll okay. get to it. Okay, okay, okay. okay is, so... is that the longest film that's... Is there a record for longest film? That's like oh, it's, it's like, film? Fr- like French art house movies. Oh, are yeah. Long, and a lot of Bollywood like movies are very, very long. Yeah, this mm. is like, this is like standard for like, this, this is a, sh- this is like a short Bollywood movie. Yeah. So like, it's, okay. it's not, it, it's not unusual. It is unusual for the West though, because yeah. if I remember rightly, it's something to do with like, once a movie gets over three hours long, it makes it harder for cinemas to put on enough showings a night for them to consider it worth it. Mm. Huh. Um, so I that's mean, the why the cut was so hyped up by just like weirdos on the internet who 
I guess I don't know what they wanted from it, but I mean, yeah. Yeah. So, so um, if have either of you seen the original theatrical cut of Justice League? No. Nah. Okay, so... <laughs> like, literally, like, a nearly naked Jason Momoa walking around wet most of the time? That couldn't even lure me in. I'm sorry. He does spend quite a bit of the movie shirtless. Yeah, and, and even that didn't sell me. Yeah, no. Um, so, the the original cut of the movie, I watched it, and I was like, well, I mean... I did this ages ago, um, and I think I did speak about it on the podcast, but to to sum up my entire feelings about the original movie, it was like... Well, I mean, it's better than Batman versus Superman, but that is a very low bar um, because that movie is terrible. So uh, it's fine. It, it, I, I basically, after I watched it, I, I just didn't think about that movie again. Um, this is what if that movie, but four hours long. <laughs> it's it's remarkable that considering that most of the footage you're seeing is new footage. It still is fundamentally the same thing, just with things added and things taken away. I have one very important question. Yeah. Now, I wanted to watch this movie until, like, I woke up today and you were like, yeah, don't. It's it's not the train wreck you, you, you were hoping it would be. Because I was sold on the trailer with fucking Jared Leto fucking superstar piece of shit person. Mm. Basically turning around and saying, we live in a fucking society, which was so fucking funny. And honestly, that made me want to see the movie because it was said completely po-faced. And please tell me that scene is worth it. That scene. Well, that line is not in the final movie. We have to wait for the Snyder Cut of the Snyder Cut to see. Are you fucking... Okay, are you fucking serious? Is he doing a Snyder Cut of the Snyder Cut? There, there is he's, going to be another version you know of the movie. He he's, the, he's doing EA DLC. You know, the, the best part is that the version of the movie that, that may end up in... It's a fucking in, bait and switch! The version of the movie that that may end up in is going to be in black and white. This movie would look like absolute arse in black and white. One of the big reasons is that Superman's costume... It changes colour, and you wouldn't be able to tell if it was in black and white. Because he wears... Because, uh, uh, spoilers, but Superman fucking dies at the end of Batman vs. Superman. He and he's brought like, all the fucking time. And he's brought back during this movie. And um, in in the original cut, he comes back with his regular ass suit. And in this version, this Snyder cut, he comes back in the black suit. Um, you see, now I'm just remembering a Naruto fanfic I read earlier that was about... Naruto deciding to crucify himself because he was like the second coming of Jesus because he wanted all the ninja like village sins to die with him and then he rose in three days. I mean that is not a million miles away from the Snyder Cut considering that every character has a fawning introduction where they are made out to be functionally Jesus. Great. Um, Like this movie would be quite if you were watching it with friends and you made like a drinking game out of it, I think you could make something quite fun out of it. Like if you if you like say anytime um anytime the movie goes into slow motion, because by the way, that's the reason why it's four hours long, because there's so much fucking slow motion. <laughs> um any Great. if you took a drink it took a drink every time it went into slow motion, and if you had to like finish your glass anytime that it went into slow motion whilst a sad song plays. Please tell me it doesn't have, like, Mad World in it or some shit. 
I don't think so. If it had think Mad so. Dog in it, I will literally walk to Snyder's house and tell him off. The the uh, the song <laughs> that ends on is um, Hallelujah because oh my yeah. god, oh really? Yeah, you know that song uh, pop that um, I I was first introduced to by the movie Shrek. So <laughs> a lot of, I think so, a lot of people probably so it doesn't it, it hits a bit differently to me. Um, is, is either Shrek or Shrek 2? I forget. I've not thought about Shrek in about 10 years. Yeah, no, I, I can't even be asked to partake in the jokey meme thing of Shrek is life and love because it's so fucking uninteresting. Um, but, but yeah. Sorry, um, haters. It's... There's like lots of little moments. Like, it gives a lot more backstory to both The Flash and Cyborg, which is good um, because those characters are very underdeveloped in the original cut of the movie. But, like, it doesn't... The the fact that, like I say, it doesn't need to be four hours long. That's the big thing. It's There's so much you could cut out of it. There's lots of scenes where, like... things in, like, full speed. (laughs) Yeah, if everything was... If not as much was slow motion, if a lot of things weren't, like, didn't go on for so long... Um, you could cut this down, like, you know, as a, as someone who does video editing, I was watching it and going, like, you could end this scene now, you could end this scene now, you could end this scene now. It was, it was ridiculous. Um, like, the, the weird Zack Snyderiness does shine through, because, um, if people uh, aren't aware, Zack Snyder is a big fan of fucking Ayn Rand's fucking objectivist fucking bollocks. Yeah, we, uh, we don't stan. Um, and that does seep through to his work, uh, in lots of quite sinister ways. Oh, really? Um, because, yeah, it's a, a shit philosophy for twats. <laughs> um, Fair. But, um, but, like, overall, it's, it's just, it's the same movie, but more of it. Um, the, the, the big kind of changes that happen, uh, you know, the more backstory, which is mostly kind of positive, um, but you also have like increased depth to the villains, but it doesn't go anywhere. Um, and it just builds up a, a, a big bad for a, a sequel that will, that is unlikely to ever happen because this isn't the continuity that they went with for the main line yeah. stuff. So it's setting shit up for stuff that won't happen. And it's like, okay, and the, the the main villain of the thing, because even though the big big bad is is Doomsday, um, not fucking Doomsday, it's, it's Dark, Dark Side, side. Um, but it's spelled differently, so it's really cool. Um, and this is me, a comic book fan, saying that. Yeah, um, and he's he's technically the big bad, but he's not actually particularly relevant um, because the real villain is a character called Steppenwolf, who was the most boring villain. The band. Yes, literally the band. <laughs> hey, don't talk shit about Steppenwolf. They had some. They had some groovy jams. Yeah. Here. Um, and he was uh, he was perhaps the most boring villain in a comic book movie. But he's really spiky. He wasn't in his original version. Um, in his original version, he had a different design, and he was very very boring and had basically no motivation beyond his villain who wants to make a big a big thing happen in the sky like every villain in a superhero movie yeah really um and in this version they give him some more backstory make his design much worse and much more annoying to look at 
because he's now just covered in lots of reflective spikes. Yeah. You know, that thing that is hard to do in CGI because making all the reflections look right is difficult. It's like, come talk to me when you've got T2 level effects. Ooh. <laughs> it just, it just, yeah, it just looks bad and messy. It's bizarre. Um, and yeah, they give him a little bit more to do and a little bit more like backstory, but like, it's, it's really unnecessarily like confusing and convoluted. Like, they want Earth because it's just a planet to conquer. But it's also super special. But they didn't know it was as super special. But they should totally know it's super special. Because Darkseid had literally been here and knew it was super special. But apparently just forgot. Well, I mean, fair. Because Earth... uh, I don't even want to go into it. You know when you're about to say something that's a spoiler. And the reason you don't say it isn't because it's a spoiler. It's because it's so fucking stupid that you don't want it to leave your mouth. (laughs) Jesus. <laughs> it's right. too comic book to talk about. Um, Let's be honest. Comic book storylines barely work in comic books. Yeah, they uh, <laughs> they introduce a... Fa- again, I'm a big comic yeah. book fan. They they introduce a bunch of like cameos like Martian Manhunter's in it, but he does fucking nothing. What well, was it you was telling me that he just pops in and goes, Hey, Bruce, and then just fucking leaves? Hey, Bruce on the Martian Manhunter, yeah, and, and then, then fucks off. fucks off. It's like, um, okay... How did you get in here? Bye. Okay. Uh, yeah, for the most part, for the first three and a half hours of the movie are just... If you have not watched the original theatrical cut since it was first around, um, and you watch this, you would probably sit there and go, so I know they added the cyborg stuff, there's that scene with the Flash, uh, and, and that's kind of like mostly alright, um, but for the rest of it, I'm not 100% sure what was changed apart from Batman's black suit and that it doesn't have the terrible... You mean uh, Superman's black suit? Oh, yeah, <laughs> Superman's black suit. Spoilers, by the way, Batman has a black suit in this I, movie. <laughs> I have been awake for about... An hour. An hour. Yeah, I Give know. me a break. Um, apart from the black suit and the, the Flash and Cyborg stuff, you would be hard-pressed to know what has actually been changed. Um... Because a lot of it just fe- it's hitting the same points, just maybe not in the same order, and it doesn't have Henry Cavill's uh, CGI'd out mustache, which I feel well, is, a, a, is a net loss. Oh, uh, because that was hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah, I suppose. But uh, the real big, big, big addition is the epilogue to it, which because uh, Zack Snyder is very pretentious, uh, it, the movie does have like parts in it that are, like labelled. And the light does so it does have a thing at the end where it says epilogue and you're like, Thank you, Zach, I have seen movies. So if not before. much else has changed up until this point. Is this where the majority of the seventy million that they spent on this new cut? Jesus was? Presumably. Fuck. Do you have any fucking idea how many squishmallows I could buy with that amount of fucking money? I, I did what I was watching it and going like if this feels so similar this this is such a waste Maybe of human like, endeavour. It might like, be like a producer's kind of thing where he's just like Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I need yeah. to reshoot it all. And then he's just like, it literally got to, like, a month away from the deadline. And he was like, fuck, uh, 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 I'll add an epilogue. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> um, so the movie ends four times. Um, <laughs> is that, is that yes. more or less than Lord of the Rings? I'm trying to remember. Uh, around the same as the book. <laughs> uh, um, so basically, the move, there's, like, the ending which ends sort of broadly where the original theatrical cut ends. Then they have um, a, a kind of where the, where the movie tell like has a, has like a speech about what it thinks it's about. 
um, and whilst um, you know you see the heroes afterwards having a montage of, of like them kind of you know everything getting back to normal afterwards um, and then that ends with Superman you know going into an alley revealing you know pulling open giving his, us a, a barra titty shot oh yeah uh, ripping open his shirt and showing off the black Superman suit that's ending too then Lex Luthor escapes from Arkham spoilers by the way but don't watch this um, <laughs> and then you have a whole fucking. Who knows? You might really like it. You have a, a you have a, a cameo from a fucking random ass character, and then that there's an ending there, and then there's the final ending, which is the dream sequence involving, which has the scene with the Joker in it, um, and then uh, there's a Martian Manhunter cameo, and then that's ending number four. Um, it's it's just. The the it sort of like builds up and you get to the, you, you get to ending number one and you go okay like it had some extra stuff fine three and a half hours long but like okay it added a bunch of stuff fine it was technically a bit more of a coherent tone wise movie fine and then it just keeps going for an extra half an hour it just keeps fucking going and it's just so <laughs> self indulgent. Although it does contain one scene that I will, I've been telling everyone about uh, and not offering the context for because it makes me laugh, which is where to a swell of triumphant music and to the, you know to an inspiring speech, Cyborg heroically drops his trousers in front of his parents' grave like a damn hero. Um. I don't know about y'all, but if I if I found my parents' graves, I'd probably drop trousers. Well. <laughs> I mean, your experiences are not universal. I'm glad they are. It's very good that they are not. Mm. Um, yeah, that happens. Um, the one the one final thing I want to mention about this is that it is interesting to see things that got added and taken away, and some things that stayed. Um, like, a lot of people assumed that the Flash's quippy dialogue was all um, noted shithead Joss Whedon's um, work, <laughs> yeah. because it has the thumbprints of his quippy dialogue all over it. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of it turned out to actually be in this final cut anyway. Um, so that's interesting. Um, although they did cut out the Flash scene that I really liked, which is there is a bit... Um, where they're about to take on um, Steppenwolf, um, like as a team for the first time, and the Flash can't—he's like, I can't do this because he's just a dude. He's just a dude who runs fast. Yeah, he's—he's he's like dealt with. From what I understand, he's like you know dealt with like shoplifters and shit before this. He's not like dealt with a supervillain. Hmm. So and and he's like, I, I can't, I can't do this. And Batman takes him aside and basically says, Look. You get all the hostages in there, and you get them out, and you get them safe. Basically saying, you can still be a hero without doing the big punch. Which I think is actually really cool. Which is a, a nice way, and it basically, you know, it, it, it lets, you know, kind of the character be a little bit more green about this stuff as it builds up. And it's like, that was a nice scene. I actually liked the, the thing there. Um, again, because you can... Sometimes you can see the visible stitches where the two cuts of the original of the movie kind of got put together in the theatrical <laughs> cut. There is a bit of that there, but I, I still liked it. That's gone, but it does retain the best part of the whole movie, uh, which is um, a scene where 
the Flash is running up to Superman as he's bit, just been regenerated and he's fighting everyone. And he's like hot, like holding off both um, Aquaman and Wonder Woman. And the Flash is running up behind him to like try and take him and out like from behind. Turbo speed. In, in like the slow motion way that they show his super speed. And for the first time ever, like, you know, the Flash is looking at him and then Superman just then looks at the Flash, like, in super speed because he's the one person who can keep up with the Flash. Honestly, that, like, credit where credit's due, that sounds fucking awesome. It's really cool. That sounds cool. really creepy. You can, you can mm. watch. Like, that would actually give me a, like, yeah. it actually gave me a little bubble of, of, of spoopy in my tum-tum. Because. When you told me, I was like. Because, like, you know, he could, he could just punch the Flash's head off. Like, it wouldn't be a big he deal. He could just glare at him and melt his fucking eyes out of his skull. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, so, you know, some parts added, some parts taken away, but overall, the basic plot stays the same. It's just you get a little bit more motivation on parts of the villains and a little bit more motivation on the parts of some of the heroes. It's technically a little more coherent, but if you watch the original cut and went, wow, this. This movie's kind of mediocre. It's fine. It's not terrible, but I don't. I, I have never felt the need to watch it again. Um, I, I can't say that watching the Snyder Cut will bring any joy to your life. Mm. It is a longer version of a mediocre movie. Mm. But and, on the plus side, it made good use of your second monitor. It did because yes, the movie. I'm a shitty second monitor that's stuck in four three. The movie, for reasons that are utterly ridiculous, was released in four by three resolution. And if you don't know what that is, that's it's the res- old as fuck resolution. That's the resolution your TV was in 1995. <laughs> uh, the, the almost square resolution. Um, it has been released like that because it was designed to work on IMAX screens. But considering that we are in the middle of a pandemic, Zach, um, <laughs> who's going to ever see it in IMAX? 99% of the people who watch this are going to watch it on their TVs or on their monitors, which, unless they happen to have an old one around, is not going to be 4.3. It's going to be 16 by 9 or something similar. So it's just really weird. And I don't know why, because the footage wasn't shot in 4.3. Actually, maybe it was, but they cut it down. Who Um, knows? Because obviously the original version of Justice League was at standard resolution. So, yeah, it's a weird one. Um, I don't... It was a novel thing to watch a a big budget movie, like a big CGI heavy thing, in 4.3. But I don't know (laughs) why it... Yeah... It was a thing. Um, also, the CGI is bad and terrible, but that, if you've seen the original movie, you know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, just because they uh, they like to do CGI of things that are hard to CGI, like so many of the characters are like Chrome. You've got both Cyborg and uh, Steppenwolf, both of which are shiny silver characters, and they like to put them in moody scenes where having good lighting on them would matter, and they picked the hardest material to light. And it looks bad. Um, and their designs are bad anyway. Um, a fucking Doom um, Dark Side looks like, as many people joked, he his CGI is kind of shoddy and looks like he's from the cover of a mid two thousands graphics card. Oh Christ! Um, <laughs> Excellent. And he's yeah. I don't know. 
it's 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 one of those movies that it, I I can understand someone being very fascinated by uh, like me and wanting to talk about it, but like once I finish talking about it now, I will probably then excise it from my brain and not want to talk about it ever again because it's a, such a non-entity, and I can't help but think of the colossal waste of human time and experience that is wanting to get another version of this movie made and then having this be it. I don't know. It's it's something about it that has just struck me as just upsetting. I, I, I feel it might have struck a nerve with you. That's just me. Just put my feelers out. I have no basis for this. <laughs> but in a way that I don't care about it. Like, I don't care about it. You aggressively it, don't give a shit. But I, but I don't... But I am upset that large groups of people, like... Uh, a new movie could have been made with all these resources. A new movie, not the same movie again, but longer. I don't know. It's very weird to me. Longer and taller. Longer maybe, and or, taller. Or maybe Wider. longer longer and narrower. Hmm... Maybe. That's the long mm. and narrow of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I'm going to now stop thinking mm. about Justice League uh, for the rest of my life. So... Can, can I just say, I've been sat here waiting to say Born to be Wild at some point, but it just didn't, didn't quite ever line up to me, to make that joke <laughs> land. So just, you know, I just wanted okay. to say it. <laughs> okay. You can move Perfect. on now. <laughs> okay, excellent. You um... absolute dingus, Matt. Oh my God. <laughs> Snipe. Yeah. My dear. Mm. My darling. Mm. What have you been up to? Well, I watched a horror movie. Shit. <gasps> That's me waiting for everyone to get over their gasping. I am, yeah. <gasps> I, I'm glad that I just finished taking a sip of tea and swallowed it, because otherwise I would have spat it all over the monitor. Yeah. So <laughs> I watched The Woman in Black. That's a Danny ah, Radcliffe thing, isn't it? It's, okay. it's, a, it's a Danny Radcliffe. Mm. Hey, that sounds so wrong. Danny Radcliffe. <laughs> Danny Radcliffe. Uh, yeah, I can't even I said say Radcliffe. it. Yeah, no, yeah, I can't even say it properly because it's so weird. <laughs> you see, I'd call him like Rado. Danny Rado. Danny Rado. <laughs> I hate this. I know. I hate. This. Do you hate this more or less than the Snyder Cut? <laughs> I hate it more because I don't. I don't feel things about a lot of the Snyder Cut. Okay. Wow. <laughs> God, I really just spent four hours of my life watching this. Okay. Long time. That is too much. Time. It is too much. Yeah. It's too much. Anyway, the woman in black mm. is. Was that four hours long? It was not. Good. It was. It was like an hour and a half, comfortable length, as far as I'm. As far as I remember. See, um, Zach, you can tell movies in that length of time. Okay, Fuck I'm going to have to ask you to put a fucking like, plug in it, because <laughs> okay. Jesus Christ, I'm starting to be concerned that this is going to turn into a like, fucking anti-Snyder cast kind of like thing. I'm okay with that. I, I'm not. I'm not, because I literally woke up this morning, and you got in bed and just said everything you just said. <laughs> <laughs> but for four hours... <laughs> <laughs> I did not. I did not speak for the length of the Snyder Cut. Nothing is as long as the Snyder Cut. Even things that are objectively longer are not as long as the Snyder Cut. But and definitely on. nothing that you can do in bed. I mean, you can. Okay, I can't personally <laughs> yeah. sleep for more than four hours because I'm really just shit at sleeping. But okay, I. You know what? No, there is one thing I can do in bed that lasts at least four hours: eat hot chip and lie. Okay. Yeah. That's like, that's like, mm. 
Maybe a crossword puzzle. But yeah, anyway, Woman in Black, it's like a period horror kind of thing about a guy who goes to, like, sort out this old fucking house that some some old spinster died in, and he's got to sort out all the stuff. And it's like, um, it's like a big spooky fucking house that can only be accessed through certain times of the day because of the tide. It's one of those. So, you know, there's a lot of like, oh, I can't come back and see you in the morning because that's when the tide's in and bleh, you know, that kind of thing. And it like, honestly, it was fine. Uh, It didn't really frighten me or like, there's a few jump scares, but like, it was very kind of, eh. Because I mean, like to, to sum it up in a sentence, it's, uh, children, like, bad things happen to children for, like, an hour and a half. It's like, like, there's, because the woman in black is, like, this malevolent spirit that, like, makes kids hurt themselves or kill themselves in mm. horrible ways. Like, one of the, like, the, it opens up with, like, three girls just playing in, like, their attic, and then they all kind of just go, uh, like, you know, they get, like, that blank look on their face, and they just all jump out the window and die. Okay. And I'm like, well, you know what? You've got my attention. <laughs> you that very attention grabbing. There's like a little girl who eats a bunch of like lye or something like she eats this fucking poison. This really horrible poison. And then she basically like Did she eat hot chip as well. She she ate hot <laughs> chip and lied. <laughs> and the woman in black was like, "Ooh, you don't get to do that not for 4 hours, young lady. Time to force feed you poison." And then she like spews blood all over like Daniel Radcliffe, and then everyone in the in the town is like, "You're you're upsetting the lady," and then they they she's killing our kids, and yeah, it's honestly it, I, I don't I don't dislike the movie. It's it's a perfectly serviceable spoopy movie, but mm. I do think like I did build it up in my head for a lot of time because I remember when it came out and I was like, "Oh, I can't watch that. I'd be terrified." You have, in the last handful of years, gone from not really being able to deal with horror movies to watching horror movies for fun all the time and watching the ones that, you know, are considered to be quite scary and full of jump scares or, Mm. like, ones that are supposed to be, you know, you draw the line at, like, the... I'm not going to watch like a hostel or a human centipede. I'm not going to watch anything like that or like Cannibal Holocaust because it's just, I'm not a gore hound and I don't like gross out shit. Yeah. Which is why I struggle with a good handful of 80s horror movies because there was a lot of fluids in those. (laughs) Like Evil Dead 1 I can't watch for multiple fucking reasons. How do you feel about wet puppets? Um. See, I don't mind. No, no, like drama mat. They used to spray like puppets with like, uh, like lube, so they looked like kind of sweaty and more realistic, and it just made them all look very gross. Which you know, I mean, hey, it fucking worked. Yeah, uh, I can tolerate like damp puppets, like um, like the um, oh fuck, what's her name? The woman, the the uh, Annie from Evil Dead Two, like her mum. Yeah. Like, she's got the big long head and the eye popped out and stuff. Okay, Um, because I was wondering how you'd feel about From Beyond, because that's that's like peak wet puppets. Mm, Okay, so Evil Dead 2, that's kind of, it looks like a weird Muppet. Like, you know, Evil Ed, it's it's obviously a fucking mask. You know, it's fine, I can deal with that stuff. The Thing, cannot fucking deal with those. 
absolutely okay. not deal with yeah, from like, beyond that it, level from, of like from yeah puppets. from beyond is kind of like the thing but mm. horny so and the, lit, what and are you lit. talking about the thing the thing was oozing with raw sexual energy okay it's it's the thing <laughs> but horny and lit like a leftist youtube video so it's a thought slime video <laughs> 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 but yeah no um it it was perfectly serviceable I give it a eh, out of ten. Speaking of perfectly served, JK, it's not perfectly served. I have been watching the X Files seasons eight and nine. The ones that's got Robert Patrick, aka the T one thousand. I do keep referring to him as the T one thousand. I whenever I talk to you, I'm like. Jesus Christ, the T-1000 just did this, just said this to Scully, and you're like, you do. okay. Yeah, I, I just accepted <laughs> that that is how you're going to refer to this character. I do His not remember. His name is John, John Doggett, and he's uh, he's from New York. <laughs> I don't know if I watched these later seasons. Not many people did, because like the um, the status quo is, is fucked up, because Mulder basically disappears at the end of season seven. And, like, do they and still do the Monster of the Week stuff? They do occasionally, but they do lean a lot more heavy on, like, the the um, the overarching, like, alien kind of story, which involves super soldiers and baby super soldiers. It's very stupid. Because I... I... And Mulder's, <laughs> like, he's referred to off-screen. It's like, oh, Mulder's in hiding because the super soldier alien government secrets are trying to kill him. Because... And... He's, he sends, like, Scully an email at an internet cafe, because we're in, like, 2003, <laughs> or whatever. And and she sends one back that is like, lady, you are not in a Victorian fucking, like, you're not in a Jane Austen novel. She's like, dearest Mulder, I, like, eternally yours, Dana. <laughs> and it's like, I fear that I will never see you again. It's like, I'm sorry, What? Whereas now you just send a DM to someone saying shit's fucked. Shit's fucked. Or like a, a <laughs> fucking like butt pic or something. I don't know. Mm. I don't know how you fucking communicate with people. I've been in quarantine for two fucking years. Anyway. Mulder's like, that's very good, but send feet pics. <laughs> it's like, haha, send me feet pics, JK Dana, unless. <laughs> also, like, Mulder appeared, like, because I think they were like, they they put him in the the intro like uh, the introduction hmm. um m- movie the intro sequence yeah yeah there you uh, go <laughs> where just just at the very end it's just david fucking Duchovny just looks like he got yeeted off nakatomi plaza just like <laughs> and then it's just the truth is out there <laughs> good and and yeah and it's like it has changed where scully now is like she's the one who's like it's definitely aliens t1000 and he's like bro what i mean i guess it had to happen after like so many seasons of of Scully literally seeing aliens. Although she's literally being abducted by aliens, she's literally met and talked to them, and then she's like, well, Mulder, I still think you're full of shit, because this is the dynamic the show's aiming for. But yeah, um, they introduce a a couple of new agents, which is uh, Monica Reyes, which she's cool, but she is like the... She's like the super spiritual one, like the first time you, you meet her... Like, oh god, what was it? And she's like, hmm, this is definitely a Native American cryptid. And you're like, Monica! God, now, now it's just feeling really? like a modern creepypasta. It's definitely a skinwalker. I, if I see one more fucking, like, white person from fucking Connecticut being like, so I went 
to this Native American area and there was a cat that made me scared. It was a skinwalker. <laughs> and it's like, no, Betsy, it was not a skinwalker. Fuck off. <laughs> Pisses me off. But yeah, and like, they do the Monster of the Week things, but it's a bit like... I don't know. I think it's just because I'm looking back through a lens. Because I did watch through basically every season up to seven before. Mm. Like like a good like five years ago. And I just kind of stopped at season eight because I'm like, yeah, Mulder's not in this anymore. He's referred to and they, like, the overarching story is, we need to find Mulder. And literally that's like Scully's trigger word. If you say Mulder, she just turns into a fucking bloodhound and will just act... <laughs> wildly irrationally she becomes activated yeah but speaking of um uh molder and just the, like the monster of the week kind of things oh before you the- move on can i just give say a fun fact that i've just learned yes so this uh the character of doggett played by the t1000 yes robert patrick the more, t1000 the t1000 more than 100 actors auditioned for that role only 10 were seriously considered one of which was bruce campbell that would not have fucking worked. <laughs> not oh my Christ. Christ. <laughs> but I really want to look into, like, peer into the bizarre The alternate version. universe where it's like... Yeah. Where oh. he's like, hey, Sarah, call the John. <laughs> call the John now. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Oh, now I, that oh, has ruined I want my that. life. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> Finally, a good use for deep fakes. We can make this be a thing. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, Robert Patrick at that age, he was very skinny. And I don't think Bruce Campbell, because he's quite a broad guy. Mm. I mean, his chin is wider than most people. Yeah, yeah exactly. <gasps> and instead of like poking Sarah Connor through the shoulder with his finger, it's his chin that gets bigger and turns into a knife. We're not saying that <laughs> every on, work of fiction that Robert Patrick has starred in is now going to be Bruce Campbell. That's not what this bizarro world like rules are. Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Yeah. Does that mean that he becomes uh, the uh, Robert Patrick becomes everything Bruce Campbell's, and so he's like widely known as being Ash from yes. Evil Dead now? Yes. That yeah, I want to look into that alternate dimension. <laughs> and was in fucking Hercules and Xena. <laughs> Honestly, he's probably, like, him playing Autolycus was probably the main inspiration for my D&D character, Nathan. 100%. Like, yes. just like, they look nearly identical yeah, they as do. well. They very much do. <laughs> I, I had such a weird crush on him when I was younger, which makes it super weird. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. Anyway, Lucy do Lawless continue. Is, yeah, Lucy Lawless is also in this series. She's a super soldier lady who can breathe underwater and likes oh, getting cool. naked and dragging people into sewage like reclamation plants and drowning them. Which is interesting. Uh, Denise Crosby is as well, isn't she? Denise Crosby. Um, Tasha Yar from The Next yes. Generation. Yes, she's in it. She's in it. She's like a lab tech that yeah. Scully hangs out with. But yes, this specific episode I would like to talk about um, has one of the best lines by anyone in the entirety of the series of X-Files, including the movies and the video games, ever. Especially the video games. Especially the video games. Weird Resident Evil knockoffs. Yeah. But yeah, um, this is the episode where um, they find Mulder, like, like the alien males have just, like, dumped him in the middle of a fucking desert and, like, lol, see you, bish. And then they pick him up, along with another guy who they find in the water and he's, like, incredibly bloated because, you know, he's been s- swimming in the fucking ocean for God knows how long. Um, and it's, like, the middle of the night and they call up this, um, like, the coroner. And he comes in and he's like looking over this guy's dead body. 
uh, which is again very bloated because it's been submerged in water for a good while. It's, it's his, his skin is all fucked up. It's it's gross, and he he pulls the cover off and he looks the guy up and down, and he says, and I I wrote this down. But for a certain enviable post-mortem intumescence, this man is unremarkable. Now, what that intumescence is swelling. Then the guy's looking at this dead person's dick as he's saying that. So he's like, yeah, apart from this massive swollen dick. (laughs) Apart from his honking chode, he's unremarkable. Apart from that that fucking like meat candle that requires a girth certificate, (laughs) this man is unremarkable. And then covers him back up. And I was just like, I literally stopped and I was like, I asked my phone what intumescence meant. And I literally just fucking took off my glasses and rubbed my eyes. Yeah. Because I was like, I can't fucking deal with this. I just love the idea of, you know, you die and a coroner immediately assesses your genitals. (laughs) And it's like, okay, great. But yeah, and then it turns out that like, oh, they put this guy and Mulder on life support, which is actually opposite day and it's killing them. So they they take it away and then they're fine. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, cool. they're just fine. They're they're fine. But yeah, it's it's been a weird ride, and I'm kind of like watching them now just out of sheer morbid curiosity. I I understand that. I understand that a lot. <laughs> it, I do remember like when I because I don't know how far I got through the X Files, but I remember I got to a certain point uh, watching it, and I was just skipping like the story heavy episodes. They're honestly they're the worst. Because, the Monster of the Week yeah, ones are the best. I the, love those episodes because they're so weird. And it's weird. Like, it, it does seem to be a thing that over time... I think now, because everyone has seen where the mystery goes and they know it's not... The destination is Spoiler not Spoiler alert! Aliens. Yeah, they that know... That you know for, like, the entirety of the fucking seasons. Uh, like, the, all of them. That they, they know that the end point is not worth the journey. That nowadays, nearly everyone I speak to about it is like... I prefer the Monster of the Week stuff, like because that is like self-contained. They're fun episodes. They can be spooky. They can Sometimes be a bit they're silly. funny. Yeah, you know, um, they can just they're just you know interesting. Whereas the overarching story story stuff is just like eh. It's just oh yeah, aliens are just being shitheads at people. Woo, that's fun. Yeah, and this seems to be a pretty consistent opinion I've, yeah. uh, I've encountered these yeah. days. Because I remember we uh, did a video, uh, not video, a podcast about an episode of the X Files. Uh, Men with funny heads, starring Wib and Longfang. They talk about sci-fi, and it's very good. And everyone should go listen to it. We've Available actually, on all good uh, podcasting services. We've actually just come back uh, after a big winter break. Yeah. And uh, did an episode about uh, Space 1999, because of course we fucking did. Yeah. When we talked about about it on there, um, lots of people were saying, like, yeah, no, like, I do still, like, even if they still like the storyline stuff, they, they, yeah, they just... I don't, this is the thing, I'm kind of pretty disinterested in the storyline stuff, but I, so, I, mean, I keep watching it because it's like... They did just randomly decide that the T-1000 and Reyes have, like, some tension going on. <laughs> it's like one episode is just, like, suddenly they're kind of crushing on each other. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Okay, that's fine. What? There's two... There's, there's two straight cis people. They they must they must have chemistry. Yeah, they are the opposite sex. So I mean, they, I always... they must. They they must have chemistry. Yeah, I mean, from season eight, from when Do- when Doggett, the T one thousand, is like basically assigned as Scully's new partner because Mulder's often whoopty fuck. 
it's like it I do kind of feel that he kind of respects her and I do think like the way I perceive the character is that he does start kind of having feelings for her but he's like oh I'm never gonna act on that and I'm gonna be respectful and professional because she's obviously like head over heels in love with Mulder so he's like never gonna push that boundary mm. and I think I, I like that kind of dynamic it's interesting and it's incredibly cold and adult way to like very mature way to look at it. it's like mm. well it's fun to have a crush. Oh, well, I guess I'll just not feel these feelings. <laughs> but yeah, and honestly, like, you know, the T-1000 does a good job. Like, his his character's fun. He plays it well. Um, but yeah. Good old Bob Pat. Good old Bob, Bobby Paddo. Mm, too far. Paddy. Too far. Too Paddy. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm... I'm Again, I'm going to keep watching it because I want to know if any other coroner like gives an incredibly overly magniloquent description of somebody's post-mortem genitals. I, th- I think that might be the peak. I, th- I, don't, I don't think you're going to get get as, as strong as that again. I think that should be the title of this podcast. Magniloquent descriptions of dead people's genitals. <laughs> <laughs> I'd click on that. But then we can see who, like, if Robot Wars, The Wurzels, or Dead People's Junk is more popular. Okay, what, what, was, the, what was the title again? <laughs> Let me write that down. Magniloquent descriptions of dead people's genitals. I think it's it's even funnier now that I've had to sit there and say it and dictate it to you mm. so you can write it down. Yeah, Fantastic. it's more, more organic that way. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't feel forced or weird or anything. Yeah, Fantastic. no, no. I, I mean, amazing. <laughs> Love it. I mean, I'll be intrigued to see how the algorithm deals with that. Oh, okay. yes. Cool. Uh, but yeah, no, so I'm going to keep watching that. Yeah. Uh, I have been watching The Clone Wars with Longfang. Ah, huh. uh, yes. Yes, and I'm, okay, I'm going to be like... I, I feel I can share my honest to god opinions on this on this podcast. Okay. And this might be controversial. Um but I think Clone Wars is really good. It is it is a quite good television yeah, show. Yeah, and also I would like to say I am genuinely shocked at the amount of wanton slaughter <laughs> in this fucking children's CGI cartoon. Oh. I how far through are you? Um, I just got to the one where a bunch of clones, like where C- uh, Cody and Rex are introduced. So still within season one. Yeah. So not I haven't not very much far through. Yeah. Okay. You uh, um to say you have not like seen there's... anything yet. Um, yeah. No. Oh my god. Um, Gungan chunks. Fucking. I yeah no I've Gungans I've heard of get chunks. But like it's... there's there's a fucking episode <laughs> where like. There's a ship that gets fucking torn to pieces, full of clones. And the Jedi Council are like, Anakin, don't go and help and look for survivors. And he's like, okay, and then turns off the thing and immediately like U-turns and goes to look for survivors because mm. he's just that boy. Because Clone Wars Anakin is a is much, actually a character, and I like him. Is a much more well-rounded character than yeah. movie Anakin. Definitely. Um, and there's like... Escape pods, which are like little spheres with glass kind of windows, and uh, they're all kind of like the clones are hanging out, the ones that have survived. And the, these these droids just have like a fucking like um, like escape pod cracker, and then it's like yeah, you know, it smashes the window, and they all suffocate and die. And I'm like, I'm watching clones die. <laughs> This yeah. is yep. so... And the thing is, they don't go, oh, no. Like, we lost people. They go, no, they're dead. 
Yeah. They literally like like oh yeah no they like the droids killed those clones or yeah no they're dead and it's like Jesus fucking Christ it's like one episode I've just finished watching there's um one of the clone troopers has to detonate a bomb in person because the remote detonator isn't working and just fucking dies. Oh, you got to that episode. Yeah, yeah. but this is like also beforehand they they're fucking like the person in charge of them was fighting off droids and got, like, clipped in, like, the shoulder and fell backwards onto his back on the stairs while two, like, fucking, like, um... Like, commando droids just stand over his prone body and fucking empty a clip into him. I was like, this is a kid's show! (laughs) Do you want to know what makes it even more fun? What? Uh, Because the, the several parts of the show are out of continuity order for reasons that I will never understand. Yeah. Um... A little while later, you'll get an origin story for the characters you just saw die. Oh. (laughs) So, oh, you didn't care enough. Okay, now you're going to love them, and then we're going to kill them. Honestly, it is a very, very interesting experience. Yeah. It's, I'm very, I am enjoying it quite a lot, so yeah, I need to watch more. Like I will say, you are currently in the weakest point of the show as well. That's good. That's Mm. good news. Also, General Grievous is a tantrumy little bish. Oh, I love the version of General Grievous from the Clone Wars. He he's, is such a bish. He's such a he's such a cowardly little shit weasel. I love him. Yeah. He's great. <laughs> yeah, they they really make an injury. They basically um, because in the clo- okay, so there is the Clone Wars and there is Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clone Wars is the um, animated series that was like traditionally animated. I was... did not like the style of that. I was talking to Longfang about it, and it really does feel like those designs translate way better into 3D than they do 2D. Well, In my um... personal opinion. Oh, I always forget his name, but it's the guy behind, like, Dexter's Lab and Samurai Jack. It was the same guy, um, uh... like, behind it. And those were, like, the, those were, like, little 10-minute episodes that were just kind of quick little things. And the version of General Grievous in that was an absolute murder machine. Oh. Um, and that meant that when he appears in uh, Revenge of the Sith and... And gets immediately junked. And and is kind of a bit shit. It it feels somewhat incongruous. There are uh, there are canonical reasons, I know, but they're bad. Yeah. Um, also, whereas... literally, the episode I've just seen, they keep trying to artificially not have Anakin in the same room as Grievous. Yeah, because they can't. Because they, they can't. Because <laughs> they didn't meet up, yeah. until, uh, yeah, yeah, up yeah. until the movie. And then, like, I literally told the computer to fuck off when I was watching it because General Grievous jumps out and he's like, hello there. Like, to Obi-Wan <laughs> yeah. Kenobi. And I was like, get fucked. That's awesome and I hate you. <laughs> but yeah, um, Grievous in the, 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 the Clone Wars, the CG animated thing, they make him basically be he's a character. He's such a sniveling little shit. Yeah, he's he is a strong fighter, um, but he basically is allergic to fighting fair mm-hmm. and runs away all the time. He's a little shit. Yeah. He's a little shit, and like that version of him is it it fits with his movie interpretation way better mm. uh, than the unstoppable murder machine that's in the original animated series. Yeah. Uh, which is cool, because, I mean, I've always liked his design anyway. And the whole concept of, like, no, I just, I, I collect lightsabers, and I've got four arms, so fuck you. Yeah. Um, I like his feet. He also, yes, he can also hold his things He has, like, angry bird feet, yeah. and I like it. But yeah, he's a cool, he, he's he's cool. Hmm. 
But no, I've, I've been enjoying that. Um, and one last thing I want to talk about is a horror podcast I'm listening a to. A horror podcast, A horror you say? podcast. Um, mirrors. It's... Mirrors are pretty scary. It's, I honestly... No, shut up. Shut, I mean, I look in it. Up. I look in it and the thing that looks back at me, oof, not a fan. <laughs> Self-deprecating humour, although you might think it's funny, is, has a negative impact on yourself and others. Okay. As long as you remember, uh, I get to remind you it's of what only you just cool said. When I say it. The next time you say something really mean about yourself, <laughs> okay? Yeah, you know fine. what? I'm going to try and be better okay. and be be kinder to myself. Um, but yes, uh, mirrors is it's That's a sentence. Shut up! No, no, it's picking a... at me. No, I'm not picking at you. I'm picking up at just the because of the nature of like it being a, a, the title <laughs> of it. It makes it into a mess. Yeah. Well, that's not you. That's yeah. that's just how the English language works. Oh, who's that guy? What chapter is he a part of? Ah, oh, yes, he's an emperor's children. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, bruh. Anyway, mirrors is a podcast where it predominantly focuses on three people in three different time periods: um, a woman during the seventies, uh, a lady during twenty eighteens, and a lady in the future. I, I can't remember exactly when she's like actually supposed to be like what year she's living in but it's like a good like 40 or so years after or something Mm. and it kind of starts off with like um the woman in the 70s is is uh an english lady living in america she's she's got a phd in physics which a woman in the 70s is that's pretty badass Mm. um and she keeps like seeing these weird shadow creatures and like it you you kind of start learning that the people the women recording these uh like logs um they can all see these things and they all kind of like try and communicate with them in any way that they can and and like you know they all have kind of similar experiences they're like these big humanoid looking things and like the more you look at them the more like you they look like which is and then Mm. they they see they theorize that they communicate by cracking like and like uh flexing their incredibly long fingers and that they're not like aggressive or nasty they're just they're quite fearsome so like you know obviously the characters are initially quite afraid of them and like you know it's it's really well done, and I do like the way the future is portrayed because it's basically like um, the main character, the the, uh, the main character of that time zone. Uh, she's talking to basically a an AI, like a therapy AI, because she's been <laughs> sent by the company. The company. It's it's basically just uber capitalism. Like I think you're gonna say it's basically Uber Eats. <laughs> it's, well, I mean, and like. Because uh, she's offline, because she's in this site alone, and like, like cameras and internet stuff don't work. She's like, like every time it's her segment, it comes up with like this really like shit eating AI going, "Hi Z, I'm your personally personal like." You know, it's like I'm offline at the moment, but remember, you are unique and special. It's like you are like you are special and valuable. And it's like, 
you know, it's like, well, today I've exercised mindfulness and I would give myself 10 out of 10 on completing my goals because I've done the company pre- It's very kind uh, of yeah. like, it's, this is what fucking people want to hear at job interviews and it's fucking psychopathic. This really sounds like what would happen if Charlie Brooker wrote an episode of Doctor Who. Yeah, no, and honestly, it's really good. I'm really into it. And, like, you kind of, in the in the uh, initial part, you're like, okay, how, like, how do these people, why are these three people, like, rele- like relevant to each other? What, yeah. what is their connection? And it slowly kind of goes, and it's it's very intriguing. It's very cool. Um, it's got some funny parts, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, like, a part where the 2018 lady, um, Sierra, she is, because her partner can only see the, the the shadow people when she's touching Sierra. Okay. So they're, like, trying to communicate, like, you know, writing on, like, an iPad, like, Sierra, and then pointing to herself. And they're, mm. like... Like, one of them, like, writes in dust. It just this nonsense, insane script, and then points at itself. <laughs> and they're like, well, we've got a way to go. Yeah. And it's just, it's really interesting. And I, I like, you know, and like later on, there's like, you know, there's a, there's a person who's even older and it's like all their stuff is like written down in letters to their brother. And it's like, yeah, no, this is really interesting. Hmm. So, I mean, nothing like super duper spooky has happened, but it is kind of quite eerie. Yeah. And it's, is it just called mirrors? Mirrors. Yeah. Okay. Although you've made me paranoid now. No, no, I'm just, I'm just wondering because that sounds like that might be something that that might be a little awkward to find. Yeah, well, I mean, like uh, because I like old gods of Appalachia and stuff like that, it does come up. Like, view, like listeners <laughs> to this also listen to like Mirrors or yeah. like, like Thirteen is one I've been listening to, which is pretty decent, and you know, like stuff like that. So. Okay, so yeah, I can very much recommend Mirrors. It's very good, and that's all I've been up to. Okay, Drumbley Bumbley. <laughs> yes. What have you been up to, my friend? Uh, note. I've got nothing. I can't even pretend to make up something. I've got okay. You can't even pretend to make no. up something. I mean, we've been watching more Buffy, and it's been fine. We've been watching yeah. more, um, uh, what's call it, Harley Quinn, and that's really good still. But mm. I, nothing new to add to either of those things. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm watching a new series, but. I don't want to talk about that until we finish it because I don't quite know what I think about it yet. That's fair. That's so, fair. yeah, I'm afraid I've got absolutely nothing. But we've got quite a few questions, so. Okie dokie. We can go into the questions and I can pad out my section with them. Okay, okay. cool. I, I, we're now having, um, if it's going to be, uh, you know, extremely long questions, it's the uh, Snyder cut of questions. <laughs> wow. No, it's because, not. like, the people who are asking us questions are, like, you know, cool. Yeah. So, yeah. so okay. yeah, what's that email address, Drumbly Bumbly? Uh, the drummer Matt at Snipe and... No. Damn it! Fuck! <laughs> 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 at gmail.com. Thank you. Oh, God. Oh, how, how, how did it make it more complicated by having a simpler email address than we used to? <laughs> right? Yeah. We do anyway. occasionally get emails to both of them because I'm like, can't remember which one's the right one or, something, you know, various things like that. It's the less stupid one that's the right one now. <laughs> yeah. The marginally less stupid one. Slightly less stupid. <laughs> um, okay, Brad, just a quickie. Hello. Oh. Have you guys? Uh, yeah, that's what I thought. Have you guys <laughs> ever thought about covering some of the more popular third-party stuff for 40k? So they they specifically like um, the Bell of Soul, the Bell of Lost Souls, 
Macarian Crusade supplement, which I know nothing about. A Macari is in Gaz Cool's like little buddy. Um, no. Uh, we do have ample like material to work with, like first party stuff, and also like doing reviews on a lot of third party stuff does feel a bit uh... fan stuff is fan stuff, and you don't want to turn can't, too harsh and eye to it. Yeah, you can't judge fan stuff at the same level as like official Games Workshop stuff, and yeah, because not only do you get it for free, it's usually like maybe one or two people, and it just doesn't feel. Like, I wouldn't be super-duper comfortable criticising it, especially in the same kind of regard that we can criticise or, like, playfully poke fun at, like, mainline GW stuff, so... Yeah. Also, I I try to make my life contain as least Bell of Lost Souls as possible. Wow. (laughs) I mean, it's true, but you really shouldn't say it. (laughs) Because... Oh my god, why are all those sites terrible? (laughs) (laughs) Because you're a fucking weirdo outlier. No, no, they're just bad. Okay. They are just bad. Okay. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Next up, Hans the Dragon. Hans Hans. sneaked in a a, a fuck, marry, kill type question. Um, Okay. And I'm accepting it for now. For now. Um, We will not be making a habit of this. No. The Chaos Gods have caught you and declared you must choose who you give a handshake, give a hug, or have a fight with. The Ooh, catch okay. being, that's you may have noticed that's three things with four gods. The catch being the god that you don't choose for one of those things claims your soul. Okay. So it's kind of a four-way question, really. One, mm. three. Okay, so it's uh, either handshake, hug, or fight. Fight. And then... The, the, other the one remaining one your gets your soul. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't. I don't want to touch Nurgle. I don't want to. <laughs> I I think he's probably one of my favorite of the Chaos Gods, but I'm not going to touch him because he'll give me every disease ever and think that he's doing me a solid. Yeah. Which is admirable, <laughs> but I don't. I don't know if I have like the heart to tell him that no, I don't want syphilis in my eyes. Yeah. You know what I mean. So I'm probably going to fight Nurgle in like an from underwater a, from suit. Like a, a long stick. With, with a very long fucking just stick. Fighting with a fucking lance. Yeah. Just, no, a just, halberd. Just fucking th- like hawk fucking oranges at him. Just huck fucking oranges at him. That's what I'll do. Okay. Um. Then I would... I think I'd give a handshake to Slanesh. Okay. Because I do not want them hugging me. For different <laughs> reasons. <laughs> yeah. And then I think I'd hug Corn. Yeah, Corn okay. needs a hug. He yeah. needs a hug. I'd give him a big cuddle. And then I guess Sinch would take my soul because no one can really pin down what they do. So <laughs> I'll be fine. <laughs> if you it just means be... I'm a smug fuck on YouTube every now mm. and again. If you if your soul I mean, more so. is going to be claimed by one of the Chaos Gods, that's probably the that might be the that might be the, the, the least damaging. The one. least damaging. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, intrigued. I've, I go. I'd, I'd be intrigued. Maybe not for me. Maybe I'd offer someone else's soul to them. I don't know. Wow, but, dude, that's fucked. Like, Slanesh, like excess and stuff. Like, but if it's got your soul, like for eternity, how does that escalate with it still being excess? Because after a certain amount of time, any excess becomes norm. So it does keep having to escalate. Have forever. you just fucking like? 
out like you've just math hammered your soul i mean <laughs> that, i hate you the the, co- <laughs> the concept of people needing to go more extreme to satisfy that excessive edge is kind of the entire theme of slanesh yeah but like forever yeah, um, you would. It's like it, you, you can only escalate so far, but you know, before you're like, well, I'm gonna vape, I'm gonna exterminate this planet so I can snort its ashes and fuck myself in the ass with a rock from it or something. I mean, that is. Yeah, I mean, it's that, a theme. Yeah. So. yeah, but then where the fuck do you go from there? I'm gonna, I'm gonna use the, a black hole as a glory hole. Like, like, okay, great. Now your dick literally like is is the event horizon. <laughs> yeah, but you have to remember, like excess doesn't necessarily just mean like sex and drugs. No, no, it I could know. also it could, mean, mean cake. It could it could also mean yeah, extreme love loving of cake or which you know what I'm already fucking there collecting every <laughs> single uh, variant of a Pokemon card. Oh my god, Dramamat is slaneshy as fuck because he has a completionist kink. <laughs> I forgot the word for um habit and just threw in the word yeah. kink there <laughs> yeah fair but yeah no i i'm quite happy with my selection <laughs> like i uh, i'm, I'm slaneshi oh how does the excess manifest i do every side mission in a ubisoft sandbox game every single one of them i collect every feather in assassin's creed too far too far every feather in every game yep every feather in every game mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's, I, that's I'm, oh god you, you go first one i don't know <laughs> I I I I have not I have I have not slept enough slash slept too much to be able to uh, process that kind of question. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, no shit. Fair enough. All right. Well, I'm sticking with Hook the Corn because that's just the best answer. Yeah, I think. you need to give him a big cuddle. Let's give my soldier slash because I feel like I've committed to that now. Uh, five <laughs> yeah, because you're just going to be like rubbing yourself sensually in brown sauce for the rest of eternity. <laughs> yeah, that kind of it, insinuating that you aren't currently doing that. But... <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah, um... <laughs> well, it's cleaning up the audio for these podcasts is a nightmare. It's just slopping around all it's the just, time. It's just like drama match slosh slosh. Yes, it's like, never mind. <laughs> and then oh, I don't know handshake or fight with. Um... Yeah, I, I guess, yeah, suited up and long stick to fight Nurgle, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, okay. Well, like, no, like, they didn't specify, okay, so Hans didn't specify how we fight him, so maybe it's, like, we play, like, what, Warhammer. Warhammer, yeah. <laughs> or, like, you on tabletop simulator. <laughs> yeah, we'll just do that. Yeah, like, okay. We'll play Werewolf on tabletop simulator and yeah. see, see how it goes. Excellent. Yeah, just the two of you playing werewolf. Yeah, and I'll win. <laughs> it doesn't say I have to win. But if I lose, like, what's going to happen? He's probably just going to go, good game, I like playing with you. Do you want to play another game? And I'll be like, yeah, Nurgle, let's go. <laughs> just don't touch my models. No. Please don't yeah, touch my models. Don't. Fair. Not enough varnish exists in the world. <laughs> okay, next up. Oh, similar question to the third party stuff, but slightly different. Just uh, from Discipline is the Discipline of Fools. Hello, um, Discipline is the Discipline of Fools. <laughs> Me and my cousin mostly play 40k against each other, so we often homebrew stuff. Um, my question is, what's your favourite 40k homebrew rule? And if you guys have never used any, what rule would you change in 40k? I'd, I'd remove the fucking uh, awful terrain rules in 9th. I hate them. Yeah, they're I hate shit. them so they much. They are pretty shit. Um, they're just too there's much. Ne- there's never been like particularly satisfying terrain rules. They're I either know, too much know. or not enough. Yeah, yeah I don't know how to no improve them, but they've not been right yeah. yet. 
I every uh, like I I don't think I have I have played a full game. I, we've not played many full games in ninth for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, but like every time I, I've just like looked at the terrain rules for ninth, and I'm like I don't want to have fucking data cards for my terrain as well. Piss off. Yeah, it's it's just too much. The... I don't like it. Maybe you love it. That's fair. I do not. Um, but I've never really used homebrew stuff. Ever, no, honest. no. I mean, apart from like very, very mild kind of like, oh, if you roll a die and it goes off the table, you have to re-roll it. Like I mean, that's, that's just that should be a universal truth. With it should be, but it's, game. it's not. But yeah, yeah. I get that's Honestly, more of like, a house rule yeah, but that, than yeah. a homebrew. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like that's the only thing I can really think of. Yeah, but no, yeah, no. I, I agree with terrain rules. They are fucking shocking and bad. Um. Yeah, sorry, there's not more of an elaborate answer yeah, there. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, next up, um, Sepul Cravegrown, the 76th Earl of Gormenghast. <laughs> I'm going to call you Earl. <laughs> Hi, Mr. Earl. Um, first, a question of great importance, specifically mm-hmm. addressed to Snipe. Oh. Which would be your preferred animal companion for fluffy, fluffy friendship and riding into the thick of battle, or <gasps> just riding down to the shops? A mighty bear or a great wolf? You can only pick one. Well, I'm already friends with Longfang, and he's a big old bear that I could ride to the shops. So, yeah, big wolf. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um... <laughs> I'm not, that's not even what, a joke. What... It's just like, yeah. <laughs> was the um, winter break for Memory Forty Hedged because, because he was hibernating? Yes. Let's go with you, with that, yes. Because <laughs> he was hibernating because I was like, Long Fang, Long Fang, take me to McDonald's. And he was like, no. Time to hibernate. <laughs> time to hibernate. <laughs> Heavy <laughs> sigh, time to hibernate. <laughs> if I sleep for four months, this problem will go away. <laughs> oh. Joke's on you, motherfucker. <laughs> Underestimating Snipe's persistence. Oh, Very yeah. much so. I am, I so. am irritatingly persistent, except for when I'm not. <laughs> I get bored very easily, but if someone expects me to get bored easily, I don't. Mm. No. Yeah. Uh, like, secondly... you know, I, I've just got to stretch my phalanges and, you know, really <laughs> dig in. Secondly, related to that slight tangent, <laughs> like, genuinely related to that slight tangent, what? is a question for the group. I warned you of this one earlier. How much of Snipe's um, unique contribution to the podcast is a result of her personality and how much of it comes from the fact that they apparently never get more than three hours sleep or are those two <laughs> things kind of just linked <laughs> that is such a fucking read <laughs> this, this is just what Snipe is like <laughs> yeah I'm just like this yeah, sleep doesn't necessarily make much difference I mean I might be a little bit more hyper if I uh, haven't had enough sleep but no, this is basically me all the time. <laughs> but I don't know if. Like, and it's great. When... And that sounds sarcastic, but it genuinely isn't. <laughs> and that's. Wait, 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 wait. Also, it's like, I heard that as like, oh, and you know, and it's great. I mean, I didn't mean to be sarcastic because it genuinely isn't. And I thought you were saying it's genuinely not great. No, 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 it's genuinely is great. <laughs> it's, just hard, it's just hard to say that without sounding really sarcastic about it. Yeah. Also, I was <laughs> laughing too hard for the end of that person's uh, question, so could you repeat that? Oh. <laughs> apparently I get no more than three hours sleep and then I yeah. zoned out on the question um, or are those two things linked so the lack of sleep is because of your personality that they're, oh. they're, they're the same thing basically no I'm just like this I don't know why but I am and it's honestly like if I didn't make it for YouTube then there would have been literally no fucking hope for me in the world 
<laughs> we are. Uh, I would say that we are. One of the things that unifies us as a couple is that we both have a fucking appalling relationship with sleep and always have. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like sleeping because it means I can't be looking at cool stuff on the internet. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I, yeah. It's like, I remember literally having like a jokey argument with you and you were like, go to bed, you're falling asleep. I'm like, no, no. And I was looking at like cute dogs on Instagram and my phone fell out of my hand because I fell asleep on the couch and my hand stayed in the exact same position <laughs> like I was still scrolling. <laughs> and Wib woke me up laughing at this and then I got grumpy Fair. at him. Because <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not tired. And you were like, honey, for fuck's sake. Oh, you sit and you go, no, I just closed my eyes for a few minutes. I'm like, no. I I looked around <laughs> half an hour ago, and that's when you fell asleep. You're like a traffic <laughs> warden, but for me, sleeping. Like, you know, you come up and you put chalk on my fucking, like, I don't know. I don't, what, what's a human equivalent of tyres? Feet? Feet, presumably. Feet! Yeah, he comes yeah. up and chalks my, my legs. I guess shoes, maybe. Shoes. Oh, yeah, because I guess car feet would be, like, the, the bear kind of, like, mm, yeah. yeah Personally, I interpret cars as always being barefoot, so that's just the soles of their feet. So they're, like, horses, mm. then? Where you get, like, a farrier to come in, but they're, like, a mechanic to, like, rotate your... No, no, the equivalent would be if you have, like, um, snow tires that have, like, chains on them put on. Mm, that would okay. that would be, like, a, like a, shoeing a horse. Or when or you see, like, the F- F1 cars and they're trying to keep the wheels warm and they've got, like, the coats on. yeah. Yeah, 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 that that that's like yeah. you know when you okay, put a, okay. uh, put a, a yeah. horse in a. Oh, well, because they put them on because they don't want their feet to get cold. Yeah, I oh. know it's really. Cute. It's no, that's like the booties that you put on dogs when you live in a cold area. <laughs> yeah, you give them like a little jacket and little booties, <laughs> and then they can't walk. Properly. Yes, <laughs> and then no, they choose not to walk properly yeah, because okay, they're yeah. being melodramatic little shits about it. <laughs> yeah, they're absolutely. Like, oh, I've literally saw I saw someone put a husky in booties and they started screaming like a man. It was, <laughs> Like it was it was visceral, guttural man screaming coming out of that dog, and it's like, mate, you literally just have booties on. What is fucking wrong with you? I have been told I am quite similar to a husky as well, mainly because every time I'm forced to wear shoes, I start screaming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is the <Okay>. screaming. <laughs> okay. Next. Next up, um, Rob. Uh, Rob didn't have a question, but I allowed it as an exception because I thought it would would, would annoy you both. Um, it, it's facts about coleslaw. <laughs> Rob, fuck you. <laughs> so, so, I fucking so, um, hate you, Rob. As, as a German speaker, I'm pretty sure that coal is from coal, K-O-H-L, which means cabbage. But also the OED describes slaw as a salad made from sliced cabbage. So it might not be cabbage, cabbage. Um, no, it's shit depression regret. But also, it also um, the OED claims that the coal is actually just a slight shortening of the word cold. So it's coleslaw is cold cabbage. Um, okay, so it just keeps okay. getting fucking worse. <laughs> like cabbage is only, should only ever be consumed in incredibly minute quantities in dumplings or spring rolls. And to just sit there and go, hmm, let's make fucking cabbage and mayonnaise cereal and just fucking munch it is disgusting and should be fucking illegal. What people do with cabbage and mayonnaise is not illegal, but it fucking should be. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I don't like it is what I'm saying. I, I stand yeah. by your statements there. Thank I you. stand by them. Thank you. Uncritical support for Snipe in this endeavour. Stand with me. <laughs> Okay, 
Sauru Titan? Sauru Titan. Hello. Apologies. Sorry, Drummer Um, Matt can't fucking read, apparently. (laughs) Yeah, apparently. (laughs) I'm the guy who asked Wib about the Flying Lizardman in one of the previous podcasts. And Snipe's response at being left out makes me wonder what she thinks about the Lizardman faction. I honestly Um, forgot the moment I fucking said it. The moment I complained (laughs) about being left out, I forgot. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Well, do you have any thoughts about Lizardman? And I yeah. guess specifically, are there any changes you'd make to the line? And would you be more into it if it included long-necked skinks with normal-sized bodies? That would be really cool. <laughs> um... What the fuck? <laughs> no, no, Oddly no, specific. No, 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 that's perfect. We need that, but we also need big mommy milkers and big wee-wees. Oh, we need barra lizard skinks. That's what we need. Mm, you know what? Okay. Then I'd be interested. There's, there is kind of big muscular Saurus warriors. No, but all of them should be like that. The Saurus warriors kind of are. Yeah, but all of them should be like that. Well, even the skinks. Even the yeah, but especially like, the skinks. But they're like lithe and muscular. Yeah, and they have long necks apparently. No, they don't. We're not talking about the long neck ones. I don't know why this is wrong. No, we're getting <laughs> no, we're getting the long neck normal body ones, and they're going to be barrow as fuck. Why? Why? Why do they have to be some kind of fucking eldritch horror? <laughs> because version? I have been asked a direct question by this lovely individual, and I fucking I'm going to give them a goddamn answer, and that's my answer: long neck normal okay. body barrow as fuck. <laughs> yeah, nice. Okay, okay. <laughs> Ryan Warhart. Um, Hello. Apparently, the question they have to ask me is in the subject line, or they've spelt it out backwards below. And seeing as I'm not going to read the subject line, but I can't be bothered to read it backwards, I'm just going to read it out for you backwards. So the okay, question cool. is: S revenu ko for et ni analf slash awolf etirovaf yoi si tower. Okay, I'm going to reply in actual backwards speech. <laughs> Chibafanos. <laughs> If you like, that is actually something said backwards. So feel free to okay, like, nice, like play that backwards because yeah. yeah. Th- what what I said wasn't backwards speak. It was just spelt backwards, so you can't even listen to it backwards. Great, um, you failed yeah, at no, every fucking. Don't know what that hurdle. question is. Nice one. Not going to read the subject line, and read I'm it. not going to read any more of these going forward. If anyone else sends something in like that, because <laughs> I don't want it to become a thing. You are such a <laughs> but, petty little shit. You know that. Their, fa- their favorite type of corn is corn chowder, which I didn't know was a thing. Corn oh. chowder. Only, you need. I've to only be... ever heard of clam chowder, and that's yeah. No jokes. corn chowder. I'm sorry, friend, but you need to be locked away. <laughs> like you, you mostly need to for be the subject jail. line thing, but also this. No, no, no. Purely for corn chowder. That sounds like the okay. That's bad <laughs> they're excellent descriptive skills here on uh, my part and yeah. it's yucky uh brandon hello their favorite type of corn i forgot we asked this question their <laughs> favorite type of corn was sweet corn what is sweet corn sweet corn is legit um their question do you folks have any thoughts or opinions on wizards of the coast partnering with james workshop to do a magic the gathering crossover with 40k i hate magic the gathering because it feels like ea as a card game because they really like they they nickel and dime you a lot, even for mm. a, a hobby. Um, cap just general capitalism, notwithstanding, it it is kind of like I could get into it, but then I'd have to like basically just throw all my cards out and buy new things every time a new season comes out or whatever. Yeah, there and is I like just a power to play like, yeah, to play like competitively. Yeah, I've heard it's and like I'm, a real nightmare. And I'm not really a massive fan of card games. 
I've tried to play Magic the Gathering, um, and I, I, I just didn't get into it. It's mm. one of those things that I appreciate people really like, but I, I struggle to have any kind of opinion on any part of yeah, it. Yeah, and I think mm. I can only really afford one ridiculously overpriced hobby. <laughs> so, and, and I've, I've, I've fucking, I'm, I'm in there with Warhammer 40k. So you know, I, Fair I can't enough. change now. I've spent too much money. <laughs> You're too deep, too deep into this hole now. Oh, I'm deep. I really, I used to play it, but we only, we only played it. We like bought one of the like starter decks and maybe a couple of booster pack things, but we didn't really like. All of us just basically had starter decks and not really much more else to it. But because we were playing against each other, it didn't, and it wasn't like overly competitive or anything. Yeah, it didn't really matter, so we could just enjoy it for what it was. And yeah, I, it's, it's a very satisfying mix for me of um, all the like rules interacting with each other it's like oh yeah but this rule means this this rule means this oh yeah but technically we have to resolve this first and then this and you have like all the things on a stack that revolve that resolve in a specific order and all of that sort of stuff is very satisfying to me you know you're not exactly selling it to me that sounds suspiciously (laughs) like maths and i am not fucking tolerating it's it's more it's more like um coding um that's even worse in like a very very logical order Okay, so when I was doing games dev, coding was literally the bane of my fucking existence. I would sit there with fucking, say, like, Flash open, trying to code shit, and it was the most soul-crushing and most depressing thing in the world, and I hate it. It's bad. It's maths that basically sits there and calls you a fucking moron all the time. I mean, see, I... I I legit did computer (laughs) programming at college, so... um, Ah, a sadist. So, yeah, I can confirm. uh, Coding is awful. I hate it. I I, I basically, I I got, like, I I passed my BTEC in in computer programming um, and then never touched programming again. You know what's funny? There's always, in every fucking programming class, there's, like, that one guy. That one fucking guy who's just, like... He can just do it. Oh, we had a few of them. Oh my um, Christ! Because it was a programming course, so we had a few of them. One of them was someone who was uh, who was for a time one of the main guys uh, coding the Mame emulator. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I don't know if they still do that or how often, how long they were in with the project, but mm. yeah. No, that's cool. But yeah, sorry, I'll stop going on a rant about how much I hate programming now. <laughs> yeah, it's weird because I, I could, I could, I just couldn't get into um, Magic: The Gathering. Yet um, I thoroughly enjoy opening Pokemon cards, even if I never bother oh, to play the game. I love Pokemon mm. cards, even though I never play. I love yeah. collecting them; they're great. And it's fundamentally the same thing. Like... Oh, it absolutely is. But I just, I don't care about playing it. I just want to look at the cute like Pokemon. I think, I think that's mm. it. Like I, I find there's there's something more appealing about like an instantly grab like gratifying I think about we've adorable. Got the Nostalgia vision there as well. Oh, yeah. Nostalgia was really like if because if, if if we'd been if we'd have grown up with Magic the Gathering, we would have felt exactly yeah. the same about that. So, I, I think yeah. that is very true. I mean, you know, I don't put it. I, I don't say you know at some point because um, we, we we've been talking about like doing more um, tabletop stuff on the channel. I mean, I I'd, I'd, I'd happily do some um, Magic the Gathering 40k stuff for the channel because I mean, I'd... well, from what I understand, it's a handful of cards that are basically reskinned to be. Like 40k, you just have 40k art. On well, I, you oh, know okay. what, the art is probably super fucking awesome because if there's one thing about 40k, the art is always very. good. It is weird that they decided to go with 40k rather than Age of Sigma because maybe mm. they just wanted to change yeah. it up a little bit because then, like not many people comparatively play AOS as opposed to like, 40k, so they probably just went for the the biggest demographic. Yeah, um, and of course, Magic the Gathering did recently do like Godzilla cards as well. So. That's pretty legit. <laughs> um, Are they like those Pokemon cards? 
that are just like A4. No. Because no. apparently you do use those in fights, and it's like, what, to hit a person with you whack farts in them. their direction? Like, what the fuck? I don't understand how the big Pokemon cards work. They're a thing that came in I, after I stopped paying I attention. I did not know that was a work. thing. It is literally a fucking thing, and I huh. kind of want one because it's stupid. They're like four <laughs> times the size of a regular They're card. They're fucking huge. How do you get them in a pack? No, you get them in a fucking box. <laughs> and you get like one or two. Uh, they you u- have to buy like a battle box. Yeah, they usually they come with either big sets or sometimes if there'll be like a special edition card that you get from like buying stuff from a certain place or whatever. Mm. You know. Mm, okay. Yeah, I don't understand how they work. Um, yeah. And if you I try- do want one just purely for novelty, but yeah. it is it is too expensive to just get a pack of that just for novelty. Mm. So. Mm. But yeah. Okay, next up, six for alligator. Hello, I love you, and one day I will own you. <laughs> Not in a creepy way. I'm talking. Um, I'm talking about the flat fuck Friday. Look, some someone did say. Um, I can't remember if this if it was this person or one of the other ones, but someone did say that if you did buy that thing, you didn't really have to store it. You could hang it from the ceiling. <gasps> yeah, but then it'd get really dusty. I, uh, I be... don't care. In, in like inviting a new member of the family into the home, I am willing to take him for walks. Can you fucking imagine a 30-year-old fucking person walking down the street with a six-foot fucking alligator plushie? I'd, I'd give him, like, a little cute, like, collar, and I'd call him something like, I don't know... Honestly, like... John Pascal Bernthal or something. We're, we're nearing the end of, of national lockdown number three. When people get out of this lockdown, do you think anyone's going to be normal? There's going to be dicks everywhere. Everyone's going to, like, it's going to be fucking nonsense out there. There's going to be a glory hole every two meters. Like, just walking, like, walking around with a big plushie is good. You're you're going to be king of normal town. I remember when I bought Chernabog, I did get some looks and I was like, bitch, you are jealous. (laughs) Jealousy is a disease. Get well soon, bitch. Chernabog is like a three foot tall plushy uh, oh, rabbit yeah he's fucking huge and I love him and I got him for my birthday and he cost me a lot of money well no he cost me a ten or less because I picked like there was the last bunny in the shop loyalty discount? no um, <laughs> because he had like a little like dusty kind of like black smear on him and I looked at it and I it was a risk I took and I was like you know what I have I have some really good stain removal stuff at home and I don't mind putting a bit of elbow grease in so I went to like buy it and I was like hey you don't have to have another one of these do you and the guy was like no we don't I was like could I be cheeky and ask for some money off and he was like yeah go for it like he was just like yeah fuck this company I hate it here (laughs) (laughs) and yeah so I got him for like a good bit cheaper and I was like (laughs) and then I came home and I was like Honey, because <laughs> like, like he was looking at his phone. I was like, "Honey, I I, I got it, I got it, I got a birthday friend." And he literally just like, you know, when someone's looking at the phone and their arms just go limp. And he was like, "How big is it?" And I pulled it out, and he went. He, he kind of looked at me for a moment, like really tired, and then just went. Pulled him out from where? Pulled him out of this gigantic fucking bag that the guy gave me. I uh, pulled him out, and and Whip was like. He is really cute. And I was like, I know! <laughs> I tried to have a nap with him, but he was so fucking large, I just couldn't. It was great. You'll get fucking smothered having one of those things like, I, while you try and sleep. I sent a picture of him to Longfang, and Longfang just went, God fucking damn it. <laughs> that was just his yeah. entire response. Um, okay, six foot alligator. First up, to answer Snipe's question, the only corn I like is corn on the cob. Good choice. 
Yeah, that is a good choice. Although I they love... say especially with gravy, which... Mm, oh, no, I only have it with butter because, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. basic, I guess. Oh, straight off the barbecue. Oh, oh. Okay. Um, <laughs> secondly, the coleslaw community has felt this betrayal. Um, moving on to the question <laughs> before you get bogged um, down in the slaw. Um, <laughs> I'm lost in the slaws. <laughs> <laughs> what would your town names be? So for context, town names consist of their cast and rank, their homeworld, and any other titles or names that they've earned. I guess I'd be Menial Earth Drumblebee. <laughs> what was that again? Menial Earth Drumblebee. No, I mean like menial, what's... So your town name is your cast and rank, mm-hmm. homeworld, and then any titles or names that you've earned. Okay. Um, I guess mine would be like Anarchist Australian Wolf Witch. <laughs> Yeah, because fuck class systems. Yeah. Um, I fucking whatever. You would be <laughs> big dick pirate marmalade. I don't know. No what. one has ever called me marmalade. <laughs> <laughs> My man. I like how you don't disagree with the first bit. <laughs> I love that. He's like, oh, no one has ever called me marmalade. Fair. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> All right. Uh, Mikel. Hello. So, question. If you could get your hands on a model that's no longer available, so Vostroyan Firstborn, for example, mm-hmm. which one would it be and why? Um, I, I'm actually, I consider myself very lucky in that I have got a hold of most, in at least some form, of the models, I, like old models I really would like. Um, one exception to that is I would like one of the old Mark One Terminators, the ones that everyone calls a Saturnine Terminator, but strictly speaking, isn't one. Um, <laughs> the ones with the outrageously large shoulder pads, I would like to get a hold of one of those, but they're so so upsettingly expensive. And the other one is I would like to is probably the one I would actually want the most, uh, which is the Gorkamorka Head Honcho Grot. Um, but they don't show up on eBay very often, and when they do, they're way too expensive for mm. a single goblin. Mm. Uh, it's just a really nice, uh, nice like boss mo- model for um, Grotz, and that would be a lovely addition to a Grot Rebellion. Mm, it would be. Mm. I can't remember the name of it, but it's one of those rogue trader models, the one that I pointed out to you that I really liked. Uh, oh shit! Yeah, I can't remember. Um, yeah, I can't remember which one you were talking about. Was it? Oh, it was one of the old Chaos. Something old it Chaos. was, yeah. It yeah. was one of the old Chaos ones. I one of the old Realm of Chaos um, era yeah. and Chaos Marines. I can't remember which one, though. But yeah, that one. That helps. <laughs> uh, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's some of those. I, I would also really love to get hold of um, the um, Orc Tin Boy um, that is shaped like a Space Marine because there was basically <laughs> a... A, a small series of robot models for orcs. It's robot models. Um, that uh, were imitating other factions. So there's like an Eldar one, a Squat one, and a um, Space Marine one. And the Space Marine one I fucking love. <laughs> it's so weird and goofy. That does um, sound pretty fun. But again, they're, they're very difficult to get hold of. Yeah. They don't appear very often on like secondhand things. And, and when, they do, when they do, they're very pricey. When they do, they're pretty pricey. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. Trumbo, but what about you? Um, I'm not sure. I quite like the old Tau um, stealth suit things. Before they were like they just looked like slightly beefier fire warriors, mm. and I've got like three of them. 
But if I ever want to add more, I've got to have like bodge them together with the new ones, which are in like the big, they're basically mini crisis suits. Mm. And I don't know, it just, I prefer the look of the older ones. They just look more like sort of gorilla sneaky type stealth rather than just, I'm in a big suit, but it's okay because I'll just have a stealth I'll just turn or, invisible. I don't know, something. Yeah. I just prefer the sort of the smaller ones that they used to be. I get it. Um, but I've only got three of them and I don't know if I'll ever get more. Um, yeah. yeah, cool question. Uh, second question is specifically for Snipe. Yay! If you had to choose, I feel like people like cotton on to you and... Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you mean cottoned on and, to me? Yeah. If you had to choose between painting and fielding the actual model for Murderfang... Oh, fuck off. Or eat a whole Battenberg. <laughs> but I only left this one in because they said, which would it be and why, blah. I'm curious how you'll avoid answering the question in a roundabout way. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what they said? Yeah. Fucking hell. I've become predict- on to you. <laughs> Am I really that? Look, I, mean, I don't know. I don't really listen to myself when I talk, but am I really... Yeah, we know. We know. <laughs> Mate. <laughs> I mean, it's true, but you shouldn't fucking say it. Um... Well, you see, I remember eating Battenberg a long time ago. See, my father was a very big fan of marzipan, so he would have a lot of, like, marzipan almonds and stuff. That explains a lot of things, (laughs) let me fucking tell you. And, like, I remember once I went, because I was just like, ooh, I have a bit of a sweet tooth, and, you know, I'll go and eat this. I ate it, and it was soggy. Like, all the marzipan was fucking soggy, which made the actual sponge really soggy. Um, so I actually will do neither of those things because gross. I mean, to be fair, you do have an actual Murder Fang model. It's... I do, but no, they were saying that I should like, I, yeah. and, but like all... actually field him as Murder Fang and paint him up with like probably the, the terrible fucking. Yeah, but face all you'd out. have to do to change it from the one you actually run because rules-wise, Murder Fang's a lot of fun. Um, oh yeah, he very much is. But law wise, he's fucking silly. You just have to paint that one face. That's all you'd have to do differently mm. from what you're doing now. Yeah, I'll do that then. And they didn't say I had to field it forever, so I'll just field it for like one turn. You magneti- magnetize the face, the, yeah, the front section, magnetize so you can pull that it off. part, and then just like basically just suicide walk him into like, like. And just be like, no, I think I'm just going to go here and not fire any weapons and not u- not use any weapons. <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> so yeah, I'll do that because Battenberg is fucking gross and I hate it. <laughs> and haha, I did answer the question, you cheeky little shit. Ah, I mean, yeah, you tried to get out of it. <laughs> no, I thought I played a type for a bit, but I was uh, going to answer. But yeah. Um, I like questions specifically for me, but when they read me to <laughs> fucking filth, it's a little bit shocking. <laughs> <laughs> Um, like, oh, oh, so, fuck. oh, this next one is from the worst username, the um. sentient hair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, that it is just has, it. Just no. conjures too many images. No, that's fan fucking tastic. <laughs> but I um, love that. Get out of my soup, you sentient hair! <laughs> no, I live here now. <laughs> After listening to last week's episode, all I can think is clangers versus wombles in all-out <gasps> war. Blood Bowl and competitive line dance. Who, yes. who wins best two out of three? Uh, was it Clangers versus Wombles? Clangers versus Wombles. So Clangers, first up, all out war. Yeah. I say Clangers yeah. win everything because Wombles are shit. I can't. How big are Clangers? Because, like, Wombles well, are, are like, they, sort of like. Not, okay, okay, okay. They're, like, fucking made of metal. They, like. Eat... Clangers aren't made of metal. <gasps> I was thinking of the mashed potato robots. 
that live on the moon. You're, you're thinking of the, the the robots from the 70s advert for the instant mashed potato smash. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I can see how you get those confused. What are clangers then? <laughs> clangers are weird little pink mice things what that the live fuck? on the moon. That's a stupid name. And communicate by via slide whistle. <laughs> I thought they were the mashed potato no. robots from the 70s. That no. makes so much more sense that they were yes, it does. I, I don't know if it's worse that you said that or that Wim just knew exactly what you were talking about. <laughs> Dude, he lives with me. He, he's the translator. <laughs> I, I, am, I am shook. I thought they were called clangers. No! What are they called? Cl- cl- they're called cl- the Smash Robots. They probably don't have a canonical name because they're an advert. They don't need a canon. I thought they existed beforehand. <laughs> no. No? No. That... Okay, so what's Fraggle Rock? Fraggle Rock is an absolutely adorable Jim Henson thing. Okay, so we, it's we... got nothing to do with the... Cl- the um... Mashed potato robots. No, no, we watched some Fraggle Rock. You were like a few, several years ago. You were like you were feeling really depressed, and I found some Fraggle Rock, and we watched Fraggle Rock together, and it made you feel better. Oh, now I remember. They were lovely. Yeah, because they're little muppets, and they're lovely. Yeah. Okay, but what are the what in the fuck are clangers then? Why are they in called very clangers broadly if they're speaking, not they're pink robots? Rumbles. Yeah. You know what? I'm I'm going to pull up an image now, so you can look at a clanger. I. Okay. Here you go. Okay, that's that's kind of cute. They're little wool mice. Okay. Now. Okay, apparently they're like, there's a joint US-Soviet space program to do with the clangers. Um, this is Google Images, so uh, the things you see may or may not be from the real show. Is that one wearing a bulletproof vest? They're all wearing bulletproof vests. Jesus Christ! Yeah, uh, no, I bet I put money on the on the uh, the the clangers. They're gonna win. Uh, against the Wombles, because not only do so they live you've on got, the Well, you've got the three things to win, so we've got All Out War, Blood and Competitive Line Dance. Okay, I'd say the lo- the Wombles would win at the lamest part, so they'd, they'd win at the line dancing. How do you, is, is competitive line dancing a thing? I mean, probably somewhere. Yeah, probably. But yeah, I'm so sorry that I got them confused with the fucking, like, <laughs> ro- like mashed potato robots. Yeah, but you want to think it'll really mess mess you up? Mm. They're friends with this thing that's called the Soup Dragon. I... Huh. He is the <laughs> dragon of soup. I'm getting Gumby flashbacks. Which I tried to watch, like, modern day, and it is so unsettling. I don't know why it's really scary. But yeah, mm. no, I, I vote on Clangers for the first two... And then Wombles are the last one because they suck. Uh, so overall, over, over, the exact opposite of that because I feel like Wombles could just turn around and do that. You know when you get seen like a cartoon or whatever, and like an animal goes from like sweet and happy to like, and the teeth come out. I they just Wombles go fucking feral. And the clang, yeah, exactly. And the clangers are just pink soft things. So the Wombles are just like ripped from the Well, Wombles are just soft things. Yeah, but with big teeth, probably. You, yeah, but so there is no conf- might have big teeth. I do not believe there is a confirmation that either of these species possess a traditional mouth. Mm. The no, what we mm. perceive as a nose may in fact be some kind of proboscis that uh, mm. they, they're just they're just like a to- like a, a tongue emanates out the end of it and and sups up whatever. Or maybe they that's a, that's a tertiary eye. Mm. It could be what we think of as being their eyes may not be eyes. They may be like a distraction thing. Where, for predators. where the clangers are going, they don't need eyes. That's very true. <laughs> they have eyes on the inside. They do. Oof. 
Okay, so that, wrapping up. Hope that answers your question, friend. <laughs> um, penultimate question. Mm-hmm. Or thing that I'm going to mention. Okay. Uh, Wayne, or as I typed it out, Wabe, because I put a B into <laughs> hey, an N. Hey, Wabe. Hello, Wabe. Um, their favourite corn is corn cheese, apparently, which corn. is made of sweet corn and mozzarella. Huh. Which that is either going to be amazing or terrible. I'm probably amazing. But. I think yeah. I'd just rather eat both of those things just on their own. Hmm. But that's just me. But yeah, I sure. Yeah, I mean, if that's what if, yeah. you know, that if Wabe wants what they want. Yep. And then the very last thing, which we're going to end the podcast on. Oh no! Multiple people, multiple okay. people, emailed in to ask why Snipe is so powerful and such <laughs> a sexual being. With no explanation, apart from one person mentioned a stream in passing, so I'm assuming it's something that you okay, did. Okay, one person or... is a fucking traitor. One person is a narc. <laughs> one person is a fucking narc. And yeah, I was I was streaming yesterday with Longfang, and I was like, oh, we're recording the podcast tomorrow. And I had a drink, so I was like, hey, everyone, send an email to draw a map about how powerful and sexually potent I am. <laughs> I forgot about that until now. I had an. I was waiting for this. <laughs> well, honestly, it made my fucking day. Like I was, I, th- I think I was painting or something. I was just sitting there in the corner, and then I hear what you. I hear you saying. Everyone, email into the podcast. And my ears perk up. I'm like, oh god, what's she gonna say? <laughs> <laughs> but to answer your questions, lovely listeners, mm. that's just how I do. <laughs> it's because I'm very close friends with all the celebrities I like. And they respect and love me. And are constantly asking me to marry them. I'm like, no, you know, I'm with the perfect man. And they only don't respond to your DMs and block you and report you to the police because uh, they're afraid of the love. Yeah, I mean, I I, I actually did uh, starstruck Pedro Pascal. Is that um, is that what you call clock him over the head with a blackjack? My God, I would never hit Pedro Pascal unless he asked me to. I hope he asks me to. Okay, let's, let's go back <laughs> on this. This is too much. <laughs> I'm, I, I, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. But yes, that, that that's the end of the podcast, I guess. Thank you to everyone <laughs> apart from that one fucking narc who ratted me out. <laughs> fucking grass. <laughs> so it's mad. okay. I won't. I won't say who who that is. So you'll yeah, know. yeah. You will. You'll tell me. No, no. He won't tell you because Matt isn't a grass. Yeah, yeah. he's he's not a fucking shit. A shit bitch for twats. I don't know. I'm just saying rude words. You are just yeah. saying rude words. Because I know. feel so betrayed. <laughs> oh, I'm heartbroken. You know what? I'm going to be streaming with Longfang after this podcast. So I'm going to go <laughs> and I'm going to demand answers. <laughs> be like, listen here, motherfuckers. <laughs> and then I'm going to put you in the boo box. The boo box. The boo box. What, it's, is, what is it, a boo box? It's the incredibly <laughs> adult and, and emotionally scarring punishment that Glenn Close, dressed up as a male pirate in the movie Hook, suffers for being the only pirate on the crew oh, to vote against yeah. the uh, the fact that Hook was going to go and steal Peter Pan's children. I so am... they shove him in a very okay. small crate and they throw scorpions in there and shout boo. The oh. boo box. Okay. That fucking scars. See, I just heard it as boob. Ox. Yeah, it's just a so. big square boob that just sits in your living room and it's like it won't won't wash the laundry. It won't do fucking no, it's anything. An ox. I mean, like, yeah, I was thinking of a very thing. I was thinking of boob. a very well endowed in, yeah. in the chest department ox. 
Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not really chest. It's like the lower chest. No, this one chest. is. This because... one is. So this one's yeah. got just like a pair of... It's an anthropomorphic kind of thing, you know. Oh, is it yeah. upright? Is yeah, it yeah, it's upright? Yeah, it's okay. upright. Okay. Yeah, so it has to draw to boob ox. A boob ox, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I feel at that point we're commissioning, like, furry porn, and um, I'm... I don't think I we th- could afford. Uh, we, uh, yeah, we couldn't afford. We couldn't that for afford one. fairy porn. Um, uh, like you know, those, those artists they they, they they make bank, and you know what? They're probably some of the only people in the world who actually profits correctly off art. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. <laughs> like you, you fucking give an artist like just a, a living wage or a minimum wage. Jesus Christ! But I do feel that commissioning erotica is probably over a line for what a podcast should do. Well, I might do that then. If you wish to do that on your own time, then more power to you. Yeah. Also, I was thinking about... I have no no bad feelings towards the furry community. They know how to deal with Nazis. Fair play to them. Honestly, furries are great. Love them. But yeah, no, I I actually have been thinking about um, trying to get us a sponsor for the podcast. Okay. I'm braced. Okay, let's let's see what no, you got. No, that, that let's was, see where you're going with this. No, that's all I got. I was just thinking, like, I'm probably going to email a few people, a few few companies, and be like, "Hey, I run a podcast that is really good and powerfully erotic. Um, please send me oh, some Doritos, and we'll mention you." Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's what's weird with that? Because the the way you chose to segue into that, <laughs> I assumed you were going to like. Huh? You, you're going to be like, oh no, we're definitely. I'm going to repeatedly email adamandeve.com. <laughs> no. <laughs> and try and get a, a podcast sponsored. Uh, we have. We, we, uh, I mean, I don't know. I, 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 we don't tend to get the podcast emails very often, so. Uh... So I don't know. Uh, I think I've asked this before, like, um, about yeah, how many sponsorship we've things. We got, we got one email from a company that was like basically a porn site asking for us to go and join and that was basically the only spammy one we've got for ages they, oh. they just wanted us to go and jo- like they wanted us to like do porn for them or they wanted us to just go look at no, some porn it was, it was like a I don't know like a chatterbait type equivalent yeah. okay that's kind of boring yeah sure. I know it's disappointing yeah I, uh, part of me uh, like you know I, I'm not like you know, rushing to get the podcast sponsored, but you know, if a, 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 a funny enough sponsor showed up, I would be tempted. If anyone's interested in who spammed us, why do you give? Don't, no, don't, don't, give, <laughs> don't give them free advertising. No, make make a note of that timestamp. Okay, okay. I am bleeping them out. They are not getting airtime for fucking spamming people. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> fuck you. Pay me. Send me my fucking Doritos. We will we will say your name on air if you give us. I want some money, lightly salted tortilla tortilla chips. Can we get sponsored by the concept of lightly salted tortilla chips? I hope so. I fucking love lightly salted tortilla chips. They are excellent. I there is them. something Ooh. broken in our brains that like mm. we can't say tortilla chips. I, yeah. Both of us what? do it. We always lightly say salted lightly salted tortilla if, chips. If you get like flavored like Doritos or, or tortilla chips yeah. or whatever, like but other flavors, mm. are they like chili flavored lightly salted tortilla chips? No, they're or... just they're, they're just cheese flavor Doritos or like oh, okay. like ranch Doritos. I guess because you don't get ones that are of other brands other than Doritos. But when you I get... do really like um, Doritos lightly salted tortilla chips, but like I can <laughs> quite happily eat um, like own brand lightly salted oh, tortilla chips. Oh, the Aldi chips. ones are great. 
They are actually no, those, they're like twelve p a pack or something ludicrous. I can't they're, they're, no, they're like thirty p for like a, a full pack of lightly salted tortilla chips, and they are quite nice. Mm-hmm. They've got that kind of lovely thing of like you know when you're eating lightly salted tortilla chips and you eat them, and it kind of like this, the flavor builds a bit and it's kind of buttery. Mm. I really dig that. Mm. That's I, I honestly that is the making or breaking of a great lightly salted tortilla chip. Mm. Email in with your favourite dips for lightly salted tortilla chips. Yes, and lightly salted tortilla chips only, please. We do not tolerate Cool Ranch here. I mean, I do. But, I mean, they're no lightly salted tortilla chips. Yeah. 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 You see, this is this is this is what when someone was asking earlier about is is snipe just like this? No, no, is snipe okay? <laughs> yeah, I think that they were asking in a roundabout way. It's like, have I received head trauma? <laughs> Which yes, but that's not why I'm like this. <laughs> well, that is a separate story. That's a separate issue entirely. <laughs> um, is this podcast over now? Yeah. Yes, okay. Please. Hi, thank you everybody for joining in and I look forward to hearing what your favourite dip to pair with lightly salted tortilla chips is. Bye! Goodbye everybody. Bye.